Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it's true. This man has no dick. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Dickless. Dickless. <laughs> Dickless. Uh, cute and easy. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a fully account budget. And I'm a dog and cat living together, mass hysteria, Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the mediums of everything that we have, including three hosts. Fully <laughs> is back! What? Fully is what? back! My host returned! Hey! Return! Ep- ep- episode. Episode. Six, Return of the Folia. Um. Yes. <laughs> return. Welcome. Oh, welcome. my goodness. Welcome. It's good to have you, you back. We have missed you terribly. <laughs> it's not yes. the same. I missed you all too. I know. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Oh, my. I've been listening to all of the episodes. <laughs> Every time I wasn't here, I was like, oh, I miss being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm very glad you're here now. So uh, that's yeah. that's that's great. Let's uh, let's get back into what we do when it's the three of us, mm-hmm. um, and we'll start things off with the weekly watchings. Please, Fulia, what have you been watching? Yes. Okay. Well, it's been a while since I last. No, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I gave you updates, um, it was probably about three weeks ago. Uh, I, I believe. Uh, unfortunately, I've been really busy working at the tennis. Um, and then as soon as that finished, I got straight into playing hockey, no. which kind of clashed with recordings. So what's, go- what's going on, Sporty Spice? Why are you, why are you stop being a nerd and be a sports fan? What, 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 I'm a what? jock now. Oh. <laughs> nah. Sorry, this will be fully his last episode, everyone. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you mention the sports I w- ball? I won't be here next week because of sport too. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Take that Not me, just like. Um, but anyway, from the, since the last time that I mentioned my watchings, uh, I have finally finished um, Card Captor Sakura Clear Card, um, which was the anime that I had bought on Blu-ray. Uh, so I'm glad to have bought it and watched it because then I uh, immediately went looking for the actual original uh, series Card Captor Sakura and I found it on YouTube. Uh, so I <laughs> so I watched the first couple of episodes on YouTube. Uh, so hopefully I can go back to that and um, continue watching that because it's actually a really good series. It's actually quite fun, very cutesy. Um, yeah, got a really nice uh, story to it and, it's, you know, 
lots of magical things happen mm-hmm. too. So, <laughs> a lot of cards, uh, a lot of captures. Yeah, cards, cards, cards are involved. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and she has to catch them. So, <laughs> and she has a, a, a nice little outfit and a stick to hit things with. Well, it's more like a scepter thing, but yeah, it's a stick to hit things with. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I've been watching that. I also watched uh, Trevor Noah's new Netflix special, um, "Where Was I," uh, which was a good fun to watch as well. Um, enjoyed that. Good laughs as well, and all that. Um, I also watched a movie, also on DVD, uh, "Mirai," which is an anime uh, movie that I. I bought the DVD for a while ago. I just never got around to watching it. And so it's been sitting in (laughs) like on my, on like at the base of my TV for so long. So I was like, okay, today's the day I'm going to watch it. So I (laughs) watched it. uh, I think it was like a week or two ago. I really enjoyed it. Um, Had a little bit of um, sort of timey wimey things happening, (laughs) uh, which was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, the the main protagonist of the story was a four-year-old toddler boy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which was interesting because it was about him being jealous of his newly born sister. And um, he was chucking tantrums uh, because he wasn't getting the same attention that he used to before the sister came along. And (laughs) so... Um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting story because then when he got to his highest point of his tantrums, he would then go into this sort of space where he would be speaking to his future, his sister in the future, who's old, like who's grown up more, but it's still, it's still his younger sister, right? (laughs) which is weird. Uh, and the sister was like, why are you hitting me all the time? You know, I'm not going to be able to do anything. I can't defend myself and all that. And she's also like, it was one of those things where the, the moments where he was going, cause he wasn't just talking to future versions of his, you know, sibling, but he was also talking to a human form of his dog. <laughs> he was also talking to the his past, who uh, a grandfather, a great grandfather who had passed away a long time ago, uh, went but talking to the younger version of him. So it was like, hmm. it's an interesting story. Like the maybe uh, the way I'm explaining it probably does not make sense, but it was actually really really nice um, <laughs> and and kind of cool because it was it was a family thing. Um, his father is a architect and so uh, the the house that they live in looks much more modern compared to a lot of other japanese homes um but the thing of this story that it's actually centered around um a tree that's been in the family for generations so they've been living in this plot of land in this in this house for generations Everything, including the house, has changed. The only thing that hasn't changed has been the tree. So the tree was kind of like the center of it all, um, which was kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, it's it was a really interesting 
uh, anime movie, I would definitely recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. It's good fun. Um, like I said, I'm probably not explaining it very well, and I apologize. No, no, it sounds no. cool. <laughs> it's it's a good it's a good movie. It sounds right up um, my alley. <laughs> oh yeah, it's anime yeah, and, and it's also time travel. <laughs> and uh, parenthood. Uh, and parenthood. <laughs> a four-year-old boy enters the speed force and goes <laughs> and becomes a four-dimensional being, and <laughs> yeah. where all ta- time uh, goes on all at once. Mm. But he's still he, but he is still his four-year-old self. Oh, yeah. That doesn't change. <laughs> no, no, no. Everything, no. everything is happening around him in his bubble. Yeah. The one thing I will mention is they had the DVD. Obviously, has special features, and one of the special features was an interview with I think the director writer, and he said that it was very difficult to try and uh, make a movie where the actual main character is a four-year-old boy and you're, they're trying to tell the story from his perspective. Mm. So, like, how, how do you, like, yeah, how do you sort of go from there? Like, it's not like you're the four-year-old, so you have to sort of think about, you know, your past or your kids, if you've got kids that are about that age and sort of go from those experiences so it was actually interesting to to listen to him talk about the um the journey that they went with actually creating this movie so it was actually pretty cool um another thing that i will mention that i watched is the last thing that i'll mention that i've watched because i can't remember anything else um and it's literally before we even started this recording i just finished Breakpoint season two, <laughs> <laughs> which is the uh, the tennis documentary um, where the creators of Drive to Survive did the the, the F one. That's the that's the Formula One version. This is the tennis version. So they're centered around tennis players throughout um, throughout the season. And so the season two um, is about twenty twenty three tennis season. Um, <clears throat> which was really interesting to sort of watch and see where the players have gone. And um, literally the first episode was titled The Netflix Curse. <laughs> wow. Because for some reason, after everybody watched season one of Breakpoint last year, and then the, obviously the tennis season had begun and people who follow the tennis will follow every tournament throughout the year and they end up they ended up watching the the show and then as they were watching their favorite players or all these tennis players go through what like play through the tournaments they were finding that a lot of them who were featured in breakpoint were actually like losing in like the first and second rounds of the tournament, especially the main grand slams. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Which was really fascinating because that didn't even occur to me because I don't really follow, I don't really follow the other tournaments throughout the year. So when I was watching season, when I was watching this season, um, the first episode titled the curse, uh, a lot of the players that were featured in Breakpoint season one had, either pulled out because of injury or lost in round one. And it was, it was like, what, 
What's going on? They even pulled like clips from um, people's social media, uh, like content creators who made videos about this and, and giving it the, the, the title of being a Netflix curse and whatever. And it was just really interesting to see uh, how they went. But then there was obviously one other player who was also in season one, but in this particular season last year ended up winning the Australian Open women's singles last year, um, which meant that, you know, she she obviously broke the curse. So <laughs> Exception <laughs> not to a the thing. rule. <laughs> it's not a thing. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, Breakpoint's a really good show. If you're really into the tennis, um, if, if you follow the tennis, it's definitely worth watching. So I would highly recommend it. Um, I do enjoy it, even though I don't really follow the tennis as much. Uh, I only literally follow it while, uh, while I um, work at the Australian Open myself, which is where I was for the last month. Hey! <laughs> but for me, my, the main watchings I did for all of Jan- most of January was watching tennis players play tennis. <laughs> the constant... Where I... Yeah. I was tr- I was tracking the players on camera. The constant sound of just haunts yeah, your yeah, mind. Mhm. <laughs> Fall. Shit. <laughs> That's my watching. <laughs> Great. For the last month. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Fulia. Um, Michael, what about you? Hello. Um, I'll just uh, keep this brief because I haven't really been watching much e- either. Uh, I've decided to start rewatching um, Avatar: The Last Airbender, the the um, animate. You know show. what? I saw it pop up on my Netflix feed, and I was Same. like, "Oh, I could totally do this, but I'm not going to." <laughs> I am because I'm insane, um, because. What's good about Netflix is you can skip the the credits as well as the recap and title sequence. And <laughs> yeah, this is true. When it's on the app on my phone, I can scale up the speed to one point five. <laughs> so I've finished first season in two days. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how anybody can listen to a podcast or oh, watch no. something. That is faster than its original yeah, format. Nah. nah. Insane. Blasphemy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's how I'm wired. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not really doing... If I'm doing something at the same time, then then yeah, I can do it. But if I'm sitting down and, and, and watching it, uh, it does get a bit tedious. But... I could just sit there for hours and just go, yeah, yep, 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 and you're at the and you're at the North Pole, sweet, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll be wa- watching that, and I'll get these. Uh, so by the next podcast, I'll finish the entire series, and I'm tempted to watch the the uh, av- the uh, Last Airbender movie. Because it's not called Avatar. <laughs> no, don't. It's all right. I'll watch it oh, at one point no. five speed, so it will end quickly. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'll so pray I can for compile you. notes because the series is coming out on the twenty second. Uh, shameless plug, but 
Yeah, I, probably, I won't do the same for that. No. Because I'll be watching it for the first time. Well, yeah, good to get uh, uh, that comparison ready. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I've heard interesting stuff come out. But we'll see when it does come out. That the proof will. is in the pudding. The proof is mm. in the pud. The pud. The pud. It's always yeah. the pud. I um I watched the a little video thing that came out on like I think it was like Instagram or something or Facebook where the cast members watched the trailer and were where so they were being recorded their reactions were being recorded on camera and it was really cool because you could see them getting really excited seeing the trailer all coming together with all the effects and stuff so <laughs> um yeah it was really cool to watch that so if you can find it on i think it might have been either on the i think it might be on the netflix instagram page or something like that so yeah it was good fun to watch <laughs> yeah i think i saw like the thumbnail of that on youtube because i'm subscribed mm. to the the netflix youtube channel which is kind of weird yeah <laughs> Watching a streaming service on a streaming service. Anyway, um, <laughs> everything's connected. Uh, speaking of which, uh, well, quite the opposite of a streaming service. I went to the movies. Yay. I went to the movies the first time of 2024, and it was, and I didn't go to the movies in January, so I went in February. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I watched Poor Things. Mm. So much Poor Things. Mm-hmm. Yes, I watched uh, I watched Norman Osborn create. <laughs> oh, what's her name? Uh, Martha May. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm blanking. I'm blanking. No, yeah, the the, the character yeah, Emma- in Spider Man. I forget her bloody name. Gwen Stacy. There we Gwen go. Gwen Stacy. Uh, and she formed a relationship with the Hulk with Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah. So. There you go. In order for our nerdy fans to actually get that. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I watched that. And I'm glad that I did because it's a very interesting film. Mm. I don't know if I like it or not. That's <laughs> but, fair. But I think it's one of, the, one of those sort of art house movies that are very interesting watching and dissecting as well. Um, I, I, I like the aspect and of uh, the film like uh pretty much forming itself into its own identity until like close to the end and that's and that just dictates what um uh, and that just dictates um Emma Stone's character of the sort of Frankenstein sort, sort of thing like becoming it, it, it's like a coming of age story without being a coming of age story which I actually quite quite enjoy mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it, it's more of a human story and yeah. humanistic gothic sort of horror and just just a treat to the eyes and all the cinematography and the sort of different styles and tones and 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 hilarious in some points and absolutely horrific in others mm. and <laughs> downright disgusting in some but um a lot of sex. There's yeah. a lot of sex. Lot but of sex. no... But... Sorry? There's a lot of sex. Yes, I was agreeing. Sorry. Uh, I thought you were, you were putting an adjective in there. Um, but I will. Um, horrific sex. Not romantic in any way. No, no. But tonally, it sort of fits of how 
love making can be like like gross and fun and everything in between and this woman's sort of uh coming into adulthood womanhood and finding out the morals and and aspects of the world in in dare i say 18th century sort of turning of the century sort of thing aspect um yeah it was it was it was it was a movie I'm not going to rate it because I don't rate, and this is a particular movie that can't really rate it. It's more of an experience than most. Um, yeah, but it was it was enjoyable in a way, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know you've seen it, uh, Kendall. Mm-hmm. Maybe not you, Fulia. It's probably not your... No, Fulia mm. would not enjoy this movie. <laughs> it's not your bag. It's not her bag. Not, N- not her bag at no. all. No. But the cinematography is fun. Cinematography is great. The cinematography, yeah. the production design, the costumes, like all the tech stuff in this film is amazing. When they're on the boat and you can mm. see like the skyline, and it's like, oh, is that, is that 1960s sort of era where they they put like, it's like oils and... And that in water, and it ma- makes yeah. this sort of vignette of different shapes and everything like that, and that's what the sky looks like. It's like, oh, that's really great and mm. really appreciative. And, yeah, poor Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> He's so poor good at it. He's I know. So, he that, was so good at it. All of them. All of them are. All, all of them uh, are fantastic. The whole cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Well, well deserve of getting like nods in that because mm, it was, mm-hmm. it was a really weird, fantastic film. Mm. Mm. Very unique. So that's very unique, very new, yeah, unique New York. Yes. Even though it's set in Europe, anyway. And none of them are European, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It's like weird, and they're all doing like British accents. British, <laughs> British. Yeah, so that was that was my fun time. Uh, Great. Yeah, a lot of movies coming out th- this month. Uh, I want to say, mm. and mm. some good, some bad, some ugly. I love them. Yep. Cool. Good times. And that's basically what I've been watching. Otherwise, uh, watching slash listening to Critical Role. Uh, been slowing down on that because there's a lot of other stuff that I want to watch like Avatar in 1.5 speed because <laughs> I'm, I'm nuts because you're nuts you're a nutty speaking chap. of nuts yeah. <laughs> you want to get nuts? <laughs> Kendall you, you like getting nuts? nuts? yeah I like Let's getting go nuts. nuts I am I am nuts um, yes well um I've watched a lot of stuff this week. Um, I won't mention everything. I'll just pick three uh, things. Um, starting with, I watched the... There's a documentary that dropped on Netflix at the side of the week called The Greatest Night in Pop. which is I saw a, that. Yeah, which is about uh, the conception uh, and the story, I guess, from start to finish of the song We Are The World. 
So, obviously, as a, a massive Michael Jackson fan, I was going to be watching this because uh, he is one of the co-writers of the song and features heavily in the documentary as well. Um, so, yeah, and I I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I think if you're a fan of pop culture, especially music pop culture and music history, it's worth a watch because it's just, it's just insane that they were able to pull this off um, and get, like just the names of like singers in this room like Bruce Springsteen, Cindy Lauper, Tina Turner, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, Bob fucking Dylan is there. Like I mean you've got Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie leading it with Quincy Jones at the helm and it's just I like oh my god. It was really cool to just watch cuz like they filmed the whole thing cuz they were filming the music video for it at the same time as they were recording it. Um, so there's just so much footage and it's so much footage I've, I'd never seen before as well. So there was like new stuff, like new stuff with Michael that I didn't, hadn't seen or heard about. And I always get a kick out of seeing, seeing and hearing new stuff with him because it brings him back to life for me for a, for a second. Um, and that's really nice. So, um, but yeah, it is really, it was a really great documentary and they have like interviews with, you know, a lot of the. Um, people who worked on the song and who were there and like producers and other things and yeah so yeah if you're a music lover it's a must must watch um the next thing I watched was a a series that I binged in a day because it's a comedy uh you know less than half an hour episodes eight episodes I watched Jury Duty I, I think you may have heard of this fully I don't know if you have yeah I have. You have? Yes. So it's it's on Amazon Prime. Um, and I recommend you guys check it out. Mike, I reckon you'll get a kick out of it. Fulia, I'm, I'm not sure. I've watched the first couple of episodes okay. with a friend. Okay. And? I you didn't did like it. I did not like the humor. It's I didn't like the humor that was going on in that show. It's a little, yeah, I was going to say it might be a bit more of a, a, a cr- almost cringe for you crunch it really is yeah yeah um no i yeah i was hanging out with some friends uh on what australia day weekend last week and we we randomly just came up in their youtube feed like a behind the scenes video of it and we just watched it and then um and then we're like oh fuck it let's put on the first episode and yeah i you know i really enjoyed it so then i binged the rest when i got home um and yeah i i thought it was fantastic i i just (laughs) Like just the concept of, you know, this 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 one guy thinks the whole thing is real, and and he has no idea that he's surrounded by actors. I mean, apart from James Marsden, who's playing himself, fabulously, might I add, that was hysterical. <laughs> uh, I love it when actors play themselves and make fun of themselves. It's one of my favorite things. Um, but though the whole cast is great and it, the outlandish and crazy shit that just keeps happening. Like the case itself is really stupid. Like it's this guy who's being sued by this company that he used to work for because he wandered in drunk and, and high and, and caused a crash in the factory to happen. And it was all this mess, but then it's like, as it goes on, things are revealed to be not what they seem. And so it, like, yeah. And, but then it's also about just, that the jury get ends up getting sequestered, which means they end up getting shut off from society. Um, and they all have to kind of live together in this hotel or two hotels. And um, yeah. And so it's about like, you know, 
what they get up to and the random fucking shit. And just the fact that they were able to pull this off so successfully mm-hmm. without this guy never finding out. Oh, man. Yeah. I was very impressed. I think just for the tech, for a technical perspective, it was a, it was a great achievement. Um, but I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I have a question. Yeah. And I don't know if this is spoiler territory for anyone who hasn't seen it. But does the guy find out by the last episode? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? He doesn't find out until he says, oh, what's this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, they, what, what they do, uh, they tell him at the end of episode seven. So it's the cliffhanger going into the finale. Um, and basically the last episode kind of serves as a behind the scenes doco episode. Um, this is they, what we did, which is, this is how it came <laughs> together. This is how we pulled this off. And like the cameras are also showing him. So you're going along the journey with him as you, you find out what happened. He finds out what happened and you see his reaction, his face and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I really, I really liked it a lot. I'm glad you you mentioned that it, it was James Marson because for for a while while you were talking, it was like, wasn't it Rob Lowe? No, <laughs> no, but they look very similar yeah. in my head for some they, reason. They all, yeah, yeah, I could I could understand that. Understand yeah. that, I suppose. Americans yeah. all look the same to me. <laughs> they all look alike. Um, yeah, so that was really really. Oh my good. god, it's Ethan Hawke. <laughs> it's Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> And the the other thing I wanted to mention that I watched was I also went to the movies this week. I, I took took myself to the cinema and I watched uh, the Holdovers. Ah, oh. yeah, Mike, you're gonna love this movie. It's only in Star Star Cinema and it only happens in, during the day. And I know, I know, you remember you telling me my heart breaks. It sucks. For you. I want to watch it. It's it's really good. Um, Stop saying that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't sure about it, sort of as I was going through. But the more it unraveled itself and just you know, like kept going and going and going, it just was a really nice. There's like a really nice kind of wholesome story at the center of it. Like, yeah. And I didn't realize it was set in like 1970. I thought it was set in like the 80s based on the trailer. But no, it's ni- set in 1970. Um, so fully, I don't know if you know this movie, but it's um, it's basically about this boarding school uh, in America. Um, Paul Giamatti plays this teacher who's like, he's like an eternal bachelor. He's He's a very unique and high-strung individual uh, his way or the highway in terms of teaching he doesn't get along with anyone not even his peers um and basically he ends up getting tasked to look after what they call the holdovers for the holiday season um because it's a boarding school the kids most of them they're supposed to go home to their families but some, some of them can't so they have to stay so someone has to stay and look after after the kids and it's basically the story about him and this one kid um, kind of like bonding, I guess, over the course of two weeks, over the Christmas and New Year period. Um, and yeah, it's a great story. Um, acted superbly well. This the 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 actor that plays the the kid, um, Dominic Sessa. This is his breakout performance. He's I've never seen him before, and wow, he's he's got a career ahead of him. Um, like the fact he was going fucking toe to toe with Paul Giamatti. I'm like. 
dude, you're, you've got the chops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Go- yeah. Sorry, I was going to say something stupid. You mean he went toe-to-toe with the rhino? <laughs> the rhino. <laughs> Yeah, the rhino. The rhino Spider-Man. himself. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. It's all, it always comes back to, to Spider-Man. Um, yeah, Paul Giamatti, though. Yeah. Like, wow. what One of the best performances of his career. Like, yeah. He was, he was outstanding. And he had, like, the best fucking dialogue. The dialogue in this movie is amazing. And... The com the way they do the comedy is good. Like full air, you'd be able to watch this movie. It's not cringe comedy. Like it's not crude. It's not rude. It's just like, you know, genuine humor. You know, like it's it's a little dry in parts, but it's also just it's just I don't know. It's just very entertaining. Um, and there's one the, hold I'm, while I go watch that trailer right now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yeah, and there's there was one one big laugh that the, the entire cinema went up towards the end of the film i'm not gonna say what the line is but it was just like holy fuck <laughs> mm. so yeah it's it's yeah similar to what you said with poor things mike this is another one that's uh deserved of all the award attention it's been getting um so far so um yeah i highly recommend people watch the holdovers it was, it was good it's a good time mm. i tried to explain uh to my wife the roughly the synopsis for poor things and I, I didn't get past the first scene and she said nope <laughs> what did you were you like so emma stone plays a, a woman who was brought back to life and is, is taught how to be a person again uh basically said like it's like a frankenstein story and it's like yeah. it's like oh can you explain it to me it's like okay well it's probably a movie that you're not gonna see the first the first scene is this woman jumping off a bridge and committing suicide nope <laughs> nope that was enough that was all she needed <laughs> it's like good i won't explain how <laughs> how how the procedure sort of happened oh. then <laughs> yeah, I won't explain no. that either. But man, that was a twist I was not expecting, and I'm really glad that that they did that. I was gobsmacked. Yes, gobsmacked is the word. That's that's for sure. Interest, interesting concept of how the, the how this um, character is sort of formed and mm. learning. Mm-hmm. But no, no. <laughs> Bit, bit, bit fucked up. Anyway. Do not like it. Anyway. Holding holders. Anyway. Yes, gold leader. Um, all right. That's the weekly watchings. An epic, epic weekly watchings. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that was great. Which means now we must put our sad faces on because it's time for the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, so yes, sad faces on um, for this because yeah, um, yeah, this isn't this is not a great thing that we're going to talk about, but uh, we have to obviously mention the fact that Carl Weathers passed away this week, the age of 76. Um, I don't believe they have disclosed his cause of death at this time. Um, but to say that it was sudden and, and very shocking to everybody, 
um, is an understatement. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What an icon of the, the industry, of cinema, of television, of just all general badassery. Um, you know, all of us are definitely of the generation that kind of grew up with him and maybe, you know, our parents to a degree as well. Um, mm. I didn't actually know that he was he was a gridiron player before he started acting. Um, so that was something I learned this weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, and the fact that he went on to have the career that he did um, is just wonderful. Obviously, Apollo Creed being his big breakthrough role um, in the Rocky movies, the Rocky franchise. Um, and, you know, Predator as well is another iconic performance from him. Um, for me, I, I won't speak for everyone here, but for me, obviously, uh, Happy Gilmore is... Chubbs. Is Chubbs. <laughs> that's, uh, that's where I first saw Carl Weathers, I'm pretty sure, was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably my favourite character in that movie, if I'm honest. And I remember I used to get so upset when he died in the movie um, because he's just he's just so great the way he takes Happy under his wing and you know turns him into a you know a great golf player almost a great hockey player that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> it's the opposite. Um, like my favorite scene in that movie is the mini golf scene. Um, I think that's a that's a huge highlight. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, he's great in that. And then, of course, more recently, um, as the fantastic Grief Karga in the Mandalorian series. Um, thankfully, it seems where Mando series uh, season three finished, he got his character kind of got like his ending. Yeah. I suppose they were able to conclude uh, Grief's storyline. Um, you know, now that he's he's in charge of things, um, you know, and doing the right thing and, and all of that. Um, I don't know what plans there would have been. I mean, they haven't said yet, I guess, what plans there would have been for, um, you know, him appearing maybe in the Mandalorian and Grogu movie that was announced recently uh, because, obviously, Mando and, and Grogu are living on... What, they're living near where... Um, on the outskirts, yeah. On the outskirts of... I can't remember the name of the bloody city. It's a it's gone from my brain um but anyway that place um so maybe he was he was going to be in it but that's unfortunately not going to happen now um but yeah yeah what a, an amazing career and a legacy to leave behind and like yeah he's an absolute household name a legend and it's very 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 sad that he's no longer with us but um we will never forget him and we will keep re-watching and re-watching all of his iconic performances forever and ever Ah, oh, okay before i get any more emotional fulia <laughs> um uh, tell me how you're feeling about the loss of uh carl weathers oh yeah it was a bit of a blow um finding out that he passed away uh i literally when i woke up i saw the notification and i was just like oh no this is sad day very mm. sad day um yeah, look, honestly, I haven't really seen him in a lot of things. Uh, like you, Kendall, first came across him, Happy Gilmore. Uh, and then uh, I believe I probably would have heard his voice in a lot of things because he's done a lot of voice acting in animated shows and movies. 
Um, including recently, more so Toy Story 4. He was a character in Toy Story mm, 4. That's right. Uh, Comeback come Carl. Yeah. Comeback Carl. <laughs> that's, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> nice. Um, also, uh, he was also a main character in Chicago Justice, which unfortunately only had a one season. Um, it only got one season and then it got cancelled, so obviously didn't get the ratings that they really were hoping for. But, um, yeah, he was one of the main characters in that show of the entire Chicago series, the one Chicago series. Uh, he did make appearances on uh, Chicago Fire and Chicago PD as well on, in a few episodes there. Um, but, yeah, um, other than that and The Mandalorian, of course, um, haven't really come across him in much else. But, um, yeah, I might be sort of diving into his um, into his library of, of films that he has been in and shows and see what I can find because he was, he was definitely a wonderful actor. Um, you know, just, just had a really awesome presence in whatever he did. So yeah, he's definitely going to be missed for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mike, how are you feeling? Yeah, just sort of sucker punch me. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky. Um, uh, in the morning, I thought, uh, bearer of bad news because I get up at 5.30 to go to work. So it's like, going to have to tell everyone. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, this really sucks because the cause we don't know, but we don't really need to know, really. It's just a just a sad loss that that um, someone who's that prolific in cinema, like especially in the Rocky franchise, uh, a character so prolific that it definitely spawned on the, the new Creed um, franchise a new spin spin on things and it, and he's the connective tissue um yeah. and i yeah i think it was last year that i recently like watched all all, all of the rockies and and some of the creeds I, I think i'm up to date with the creeds i think i think i needed to watch the other one that came out uh but i don't know if i should watch that because it's got it's got it's got uh you must not be named. <laughs> anyway, um, wow, well, he did it before, which is a shame because I re- really, really like Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Anyway, me too. Um, anyway, let's not waste our time on him. Anyway, Carl, Carl, Carl. Um, yeah, definitely my f- first time. What was Happy Gilmore and just. That uh, that character of the the the, the wise old the wise old uh, mentor, uh, with the <laughs> with with the with one hand, it's mm-hmm. it's sad, and and he did a cameo in Little Nicky of the same character because oh. yeah yeah Little Nicky wasn't really that that great <laughs> anyway but it it. it it deals with heaven and hell, and when they when they were in heaven, uh, Chops was there. So, <laughs> yeah, it, nice. it was little little Nicky's mother's tango instructor or something like that. He just comes in and is like, "Ready for? Uh, re- are you ready yet?" And it's like, "Just give me five minutes." Remember, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Yeah, that's cool. It's all in the hips. Yeah. 
and also yeah combat carl um he 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 did that because my kids are uh, are into the toy story and i thought ha that's cool because originally um he wasn't going to be he wasn't uh combat carl they it was just an an offhand joke in the first one so they made combat carl because you know predator which i watched recently um because i haven't seen it and yeah it's it still sort of holds up being dumb fun but still cool at the same time it's pretty it's pretty good yeah yeah for a slasher uh yeah alternatives alternative slasher Mm -hmm. and he was great in it and yeah arnie and sly came out to Mm. uh, send their condolences as well because he was he he was like one one of those actors that that went between those when they were doing their sort of mock rivalry sort sort of thing and also pedro pascal also comes out of just Mm. heartbroken uh words words um um Words, fa- words, words fail. Words fail. He said. Yeah. That was that was all he all he said. Um, and I, uh, Ming Ming Na Wen her her post that she put on Instagram kind of mm. bro- broke me a little. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's so it's, it's nice to see the nice to see the outpouring from everyone. Yeah, yeah. It was just a just a shock and and everything, and also Adam Sandler came, came out as well. Yeah. Chubbs. Yeah. Chubbs. Um. Yeah, so possibly, not to jinx it or anything, but maybe just retire the character, or it's going—he's going to have a statue next to BB-8. Or next to um, I I I G eleven. You mean I G eleven? Fucking androids with their numbers. <laughs> Whatever. Star Wars is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it. <laughs> Disney Star Wars is shit. It's always been shit. What are you talking about? Fucking Dune ripoff motherfuckers. Anyway. <laughs> what a great note to end on. Thanks. Thanks for yeah. the laugh. <laughs> anyway. Lifted oh, the spirits. Of, yes. A- anyway, have you seen the new popcorn bucket of uh, Dune 2? <laughs> Did I ever? <laughs> Thanks, Tumblr. Flash. Um. Anyway, let's move on to. Do do the other people's get a reference as to what that was? You know. Well, have you? Well, um, (laughs) sandworms. They they sort of look like um. Yeah, sorry, picture. Uh, they they kind of look like um. You know, like the mouths of leeches. It's sort of like mm, this long mm. thing with teeth yeah, yeah, yeah. and a sort of concertine in. It, it's sort mm. of like that, but they made it into a popcorn bucket, and unfortunately, it looks like something else. Oh! So you're putting your hand into to a, a sandworm, but and I use that term loosely, but it looks like a butt. <laughs> no. Or something that's. I just sent it for oh, you. Oh no! Yeah. Or oh, something no. that a male would use. Flashlight. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 I can't even. I can't even. Like humans are great sometimes. Uh, humans are terrible, but they're fucking amazing as well. Sometimes. Yeah. 
Dan I'm glad I'm glad the top is removable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to stick your hand in and grab what's inside? Not particularly, no. Okay. So that's a no to Dune 2 for you? <laughs> no to Dune altogether. Oh, how dare you. How, <laughs> how dare, dare you. <laughs> <laughs> how dare me. Dare you. Yeah. Funny Feel enough, uh, Dan ha- yeah, Dan Harmon actually sent a picture. It's like, I, I, I'm glad to see that the uh, community mu- compu- community movie is going to have going to have like uh, its own popcorn bucket and the same thing, just with the because their flag <laughs> looks like a butthole. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. We're gonna do that now. All right. Let's move on, shall mm. we? Gold leader. All right. Yes. Moving into better news, uh, I've got a bunch of casting announcements to read out to you guys. So, starting with some DC news, um, Millie Alcock, Australian actress Millie Alcock, has been cast as the one and only Cara Zorel Supergirl um, in, in James Gunn and Peter Safran's upcoming DCU. Um, this is very, very exciting. She was one of three actresses that were in the... Uh, in, in the in the pot, um, the other two were Meg Donnelly and Amelia Jones. Um, so yeah, uh, really nice to see uh, her getting this role. It's a huge win. Um, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, 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 oi. And yeah, of course, you know, for those who don't know her by name, you will know her as the young Rhaenyra Targaryen in House of the Dragon, um, season one. So. Um, yeah, she was amazing in that role. So nice to see yeah. her success continuing. Um, the young one. Yes, the young one. Um, yeah, so no, I'm looking forward to, to what she'll bring to the role. Um, James Gunn seems to be very excited. Apparently she auditioned super well, if you will. Um, yeah, I did that. Um, and super well, super easy. The story, yeah, the story sounds really, really interesting. For what the the comic that they're adapting into this movie, so I can't wait. Um, she's rumored to appear in Superman Legacy next year, but that's that's neither here nor there. We'll find out. That movie already sounds stacked to the gills, so I'm I'm trying not to be concerned, but it's fine. Um, yeah, Mike, do you have any 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 thoughts on on Millie uh, cast um, as Cora uh, Kara? What? Even? I reckon what? well done. Yeah. Kara, 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 Kara. Yeah, So, we're going to have a Aussie Supergirly. Yeah, mate. Nice. Yeah, mate. And it's going to be intergalactic castaway. <laughs> but with women. So, it's like <laughs> yellow jackets. Yeah. But better. Oh, I wouldn't. No, I can't call Oh, sorry. That. Sorry, my brain just went. It's like yellow jackets. Yellow jacket is be- better than Lord of the Flies. Ah, right. Maybe I haven't it, seen. I haven't seen Lord I've of the Flies. I've seen okay. yellow jackets though. I know the. Oh, I know the Lord of the. How, how dare you? Anyway, <laughs> ta- tangents again. We're tangenting. Yes. Get get back to the pod. Get back to the pod. All right. Get um, back to the chopper. Get back to the fucking chopper. Um. <laughs> next item. Arnie's um, Irish. Okay. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Next item in the news. Um, Put that biscuit down. <laughs> we got some 
We got some news revolving the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog 3 movie this week. Lots and lots of fantastic news. Um, um, the original cast from the previous two, they're all coming back. Jim Carrey, Ben Schwartz, Idris Elba, James Marsden, and Tika Sumter are going to all be reprising their roles. Very, very glad to see that continuity happening. Um, so, yeah, that's fantastic. But on top of that, they're also adding some, um, some new members to the cast um, in, I think, undisclosed roles so far, from what I can see. Um, but the two, two biggest names that uh, spoke to me were um, Christo Fernandez from Ted Lasso um, and, mm. and uh, Kristen Ritter, um, Jessica Jones, of course. Jessica. So, Jessica. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so fantastic. Um, I definitely enjoyed the first Sonic movie. Um, second one was not as good, I will say. Um, but I but I still got a kick out of it. Like, it was still fine. Didn't hate it, didn't love it. But it was like, yeah, no, this is this is good. And it's just nice to see Jim Carrey being balls to the wall Jim Carrey, you know. So I'm really glad... Yeah. Really, really glad he's coming back as Robotnik. He's the he's the best thing in this franchise, apart from Ben Schwartz, because I love Ben Schwartz. Um, <laughs> I will stand that man forever. Um, yeah, Fulia, do you have any any comments on on Sonic Three? Are you are you a fan of the franchise? I've only seen the first one, Boom. and I haven't seen the second one. I'm not sure that I will. Blah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mind the first one. It was good fun. I just, I don't know that I want to go back and and watch the second one. But I don't know. Maybe I, oh my gosh, I'm offending Michael right now. <laughs> In my opinion, the second one's better. Oh. Okay. Well, hmm. Maybe we need to have a new segment here where I watch a movie that I probably wouldn't. Or <laughs> yeah, I that it. I won't. I oh, that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Usually it's like no, no. let's watch something the per- like one of us hasn't seen and now it's like let's watch something the other the other person's like I was never going to watch this and I'm only doing it for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good concept. <laughs> it's more of a stuff that you that you you two will will actually think I I enjoy that I never got around to watching like Shazam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's a list. Which I still haven't watched. <laughs> I still haven't seen Morbius. Yeah, look. Yeah, look. All the movies you're, you're naming are pointless, so it's fine. Don't, don't stress. <laughs> yeah, the universe mm, is dead now. It's dead. Even the, even the Sony-verse is dead. Madden Web hasn't even come out yet. And I can't wait for the memes. <laughs> I applaud them that they're trying so much, so, so much promotion no, but is like, out there. Trying to make it tank. Have you heard the shit that Conan Johnson has been saying about this movie? Like, I know. Fuck me. She's terrible. I, I used to love her, but now I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you trashing your own movie? <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, it's, I don't think it's going to do well. Oh, I, I hated being in front of a blue screen. I hated it. It was terrible. But I can sleep for 14 hours. It's fine. I wish I could yeah, sleep for 14 I've got... hours. <sighs> anyway, I do like her. I'm, my... be, I'm being harsh unnecessarily. It's my I've got my check. It's fine. 
Yeah, literally paycheck. It's a fucking paycheck movie for them all. It's just I don't know. It, I'm I'm not going to see it. <laughs> I'm not. I have no plans to go. I still haven't seen Aquaman. Oh really? <laughs> no. Yeah, I still need to watch that second one. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait for it to come on streaming. I don't think it's playing. At the mm. Um. Anyway, we're waiting. You know, fucking off yeah. tangent. Yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry. The Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, Sony Spider-Man uh, universe of movies, Spum. <laughs> so we call it Spum. It's not the MCU, it's Spum. Spum, okay. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder it's it's going to fail. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, well, I guess I guess all I'll, I'll conclude with is just saying I will I will be going to see Craven the Hunter for the plot, and the plot is Aaron Taylor Johnson. So, ugh, okay, that's eye candy. That's all I'm doing. I'm so out of all the spums. Why are you going to see that one? <laughs> Have you seen what that man looks like? I mean, hello. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do you have any additional thoughts on, on Sonic the Hedgehog 3? Why, shall yes. We, shall we move uh, on? <laughs> my eldest uh, really enjoys Sonic, the movies, and I'm up there with her. Uh, hey. I really enjoy them. Nice. And uh, a lot of fan casting is because uh, Shadow is going to be in this movie, um, mm-hmm. which is like the... Uh, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog is like it's like the mirror version of Sonic, yeah, like Shadow Link and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of fan casting is like, wouldn't it be great if we get get Hayden Christensen doing? Oh, the voice I of saw Shadow? that. Yeah, that'd be it's sick. Like, it's like it's not going to happen, but if it could happen, <laughs> don't, we don't know. It's like, yeah, we're going to have Sonic the because. He- the the big um, pull for Shadow is he's exactly like uh, Sonic, but he's edgy, and he has an AK forty seven. What? Yeah. These <laughs> the Sonic universe gets weird. All right, we're entering the weird phase now. All right, wonderful. Yeah, let's embrace it. I mean, come on, it's going to be the third movie. How how many movies has Mario done? Just one, okay. Like one so and far. They still, Give it time. And they haven't greenlit a second one. That, Give it time. They've only greenlit <laughs> a a Zelda movie, and I'm very concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Live action, really? Okay. Anyway. Anywho. Anybody. <laughs> Anybody. Um, okay, let's move on. Next uh, bit of casting uh, that was announced this week. More casting for The Last of Us Season 2. This one took me by surprise, and I'm so curious. I'm so curious because um, Moira Rose herself, Catherine O'Hara, is going to be uh, joining the cast. Um, (laughs) No idea who she's playing. Uh, it's a mystery mystery role um, for her at this stage, um, but uh, but yeah, um, I can't wait to see what she's gonna do. Because um, scream, Kevin. 
Yeah. <laughs> but some, something we all know is that comedic, comedic actors um, are incredibly good dramatic actors as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to what she can do in this world. Um, who she's going to be. So, yeah. I, uh, bring it on, I say. I, 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 cannot, I cannot wait. Uh, I just hope she doesn't have to fold any cheese. Um, Michael? <laughs> I've um, never seen Shit's Creek, and I'm never going to. No! <laughs> no! Oh, I touched a nerve there. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> you have to watch it's it. It's so good, Mike. It's oh, so yeah, good. well, you watch Dune, and I'll watch Shit's Creek. It goes, it goes exactly the same length. <laughs> Honestly, it's a, that's, a, that's a win-win for both of you. Because <laughs> I've seen both of these things. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Yeah, it's a win. You guys are <laughs> winning. Literally, the song, All I Do Is Win. That's, that's you guys, if, after you yeah. watch. Sci-fi sitcom. Hmm. Sitcom. Hilarious. Sitcom. Hilarious sitcom and amazing sci-fi. <laughs> anyway. I see your sitcom and raise you a sci-fi. <laughs> Mike, uh, yes. what, are you, what are your thoughts on, on Catherine O'Hara joining Last I don't know Life? who she's playing. No. I don't know anything about Last of Us Part 2, but mm. I will because tomorrow, when we're filming this, I will be getting my PS4. Really? Uh, and I'll be playing uh, Last of Us Two because yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to watch watch a gameplay of it because I want to be immersed into that, and I want to cry like a baby, like a baby. And also, I want to see what the controversial stuff is all about as well, because Naughty Dog have uh, released a sort of uh, behind the scenes of Last of Us Part Two, and I've seen like uh, a clip of. One bit is like, like someone, uh, someone who, who who plays a certain person, it, it, like the backlash happened is like, oh, turn it off, turn it off. I'll watch this later when I watch the entire thing, mm-hmm. uh, play the entire thing. So, so yeah, I'm going to be a PlayStation Four person. Nice for my birthday. For your birthday. Nice. For my birthday. Yeah, I wasn't going to get a PS Five because who cares. And I wanted to play Last of Us 1 and Last of Us 2. And there's, a, there's some games that I want to play as well. Um, maybe Spider-Man. I'll get myself a Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Fallout 76. Or maybe a Fallout 4. Uh, and I'll definitely be getting, uh, because it's coming in the mail, um, Lego Dimensions. Yeah. Because I've I have Lego Dimension in the Wii U and all the stuff is compatible for uh yep. for, for the PlayStation so Except for the the base um connector thing. Really? Yeah. Because it has its own connection to the to, to the actual but it's, console. But it's a USB, isn't it? Mm, I mean it could work, I'm not sure. I bought mine, and mine was for the Xbox 360, so... Mm. Well, we shall see. Yeah, you can find out. <laughs> Everything on the internet say, says otherwise. Mm. And I always trust the internet. The internet has my the back. Figur- the figurines will 100% work, oh, for yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. because, I'm, yeah, they're, they're fine. It's just the, the base itself that I'm... Yeah, the pad. Yeah. 
the co- yeah. uh, the cord. It's a USB, and that can be plugged yeah. into okay. it. Yeah. Into any. Yeah, if that's if that's the case, you should be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got me worried now. <laughs> Thanks, I'm sorry. Winner. It's my birthday, and you got me worried. <laughs> Not your birthday. That wasn't my intention. Thanks, Fulia. <laughs> I'm glad you're back, by the way. <laughs> I'll go then. I, I didn't say that. Don't you're putting go. words in my mouth. Don't go because you are in charge of the next item in the news, Fulia. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need you for your talents. Um, yeah. Because our final news uh, thing to share this week um is the latest uh, Sony PlayStation State Play um, that happened during the week that kind of had the internet a buzz. Um, so mm. Fully is going to take us through some of the highlights that the internet was, in fact, buzzing about. Fully, I'll take it away. Yes. All take right. it away, Fully, so... the lady with the PS5. <laughs> and I'm a PS4. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the state of play happened uh, first for 2024, and uh, a lot of things came out of it. Big, big uh, announcements, most of which was already known to a lot of diff- to a lot of people anyway. Because this is this was just more of a we're going to show you a little bit more of all the games and you know give you dates maybe, which a lot of them don't have. <laughs> Which is really weird. <laughs> um, so we we got. Uh, I'm just gonna go through them and just sort of list them off. And if you want to know details about it, you can always do a Google search. Just you know, State of Play 2024. You'll find it. It's there's a lot of information. Um, so Death Stranding 2, uh, which has an official title, Death Stranding 2 on the Beach. Um, and that one will be coming in some point in the future. Um, so that had an extended trailer. Um, uh, Hideo Kojima also decided to jump on and, and have a little chat, uh, and say, Hey, I'm also working on another IP for PlayStation. Um, but he's not telling us what it is. So <laughs> tell us, tell us. <laughs> doing his usual thing and say the only thing he's told us is that it's a new action espionage game <laughs> coming to the ps5 when that will be we do not know so <laughs> yeah, when it's good and ready yeah <laughs> um uh we had a deep dive look into uh team ninja's rise of the ronin which will be coming out on the 22nd of march um until Dawn is getting a remaster for PS5 and PC this year, um, and I, and you know th- you know there have been also some talks of it becoming an actual um, film or series at some point. It is um, that they're thinking of doing. Yes, yeah. we yeah that was announced. I think we talked yeah we, we talked about it last we talked week. about it last week last yeah. week yeah okay yeah yeah it's made it, yeah. making a live action movie yeah. Yeah, so I think with that announcement, the during the state of play, they're like PS5 and PC get a remaster. So have at it. Um, so that'll be coming out later in the year. When the iron's uh, hot. <laughs> Stella Blade got a deep dive and a release date announcement, um, and the tr- that the 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 actual overview trailer was about five to six minutes long. So. 
Um, if you want to look into that, you can. Uh, that game will be coming out, I think, the 26th of April. Um, we also got a look at Drag- Dragon's Dogma 2, um, which is also coming out on the 22nd of March. Um, we speaking um mentioning Sonic in the news. We also have a um a game Sonic Cross Shadow Generations has been announced. It'll be coming to PlayStation, uh, and I'm assuming to all other major consoles, um, at some point in the future. Uh, no official release date has been announced, but it is in the works. Um. There was a shadow drop of uh, Silent Hill, the short, mes- the short message on PlayStation where it's, um, I think it's like a, a short spin-off game from Silent Hill uh, that everybody can play on uh, PlayStation for free, apparently. So if you want to play Silent Hill, the short message, you can download that right now on your PlayStation store. And go for it. And there's also um, Silent Who Silent Hill 2 remake project happening, uh, but there has not been any kind of release date mentioned for that. Um, we got an official story trailer for a game called Judas. Uh, looks interesting. Not my kind of style of game. <laughs> um, Anyone else got Lady Gaga on the mind now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently that game's going to be a first-person shooter sort of combat style. Um, then we also got an announcement that V Rising is coming to PlayStation 5, uh, which will be out later in the year. Um, for those of you who don't know, Dave the Diver is getting a little crossover collaboration Uh well, first of all, Dave the Diver's coming to PlayStation. <laughs> Secondly, they're doing a cross they're doing a little collaboration with Godzilla. <laughs> they're adding Godzilla to Dave the Diver. In what capacity, we do not know. All we got was a re- a, a reveal trailer of Dave the Diver with a DualSense controller playing a game of whatever and uh, and then a shot of a lake or a lagoon of some sort and all of a sudden it started to bubble up. And then out came Godzilla. So <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> because Dave the Diver is essentially a, a sushi restaurant management game where you have to go and catch your own fish and seafood to then make, use to cook sushi. <laughs> I don't know what Godzilla has to do with that. So we'll see. <laughs> Japan. Um, so yeah that that little um that little collaboration will be coming out uh in may of this year um zenless zone zero is in development for playstation 5 um it's it's a hoyoverse game um for those of you don't know it looks very anime kind of game Metro Awakening VR trailer. So there's a couple of VR games that were announced. Metro Awakening was one of them. Um, and the second one was Legendary Tales. Um, uh, Legendary Tales. So that they will be available to play on the PSVR 2 uh, later in the year or they're in the works. 
Foam Stars. This might be a game I could play. Foam Stars is actually uh, just they're just literally just reminding everybody that the um, that the game is coming out. Uh, I think this pati- this week. I think. And as part of the PlayStation Plus Extra monthly games, so everybody will be able to play it for free if you have uh, PlayStation Plus in any of the three tiers. Um, so you can look forward to playing that, everybody. Um, it's essentially a PlayStation version of Splatoon. Mm. Uh- <laughs> Including you? You're going to play playing this? Maybe. Maybe. Well, mm. the fact that it's going to be free for me, I might check it out because I have PlayStation Plus Extra. Yeah. Um, I might have a look and see if I like it, but I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy it, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, there's Silent Hill. That's going to be for free. So. Yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> oh, you just got to wait until October. That'll be, I'm good. That'll be your Hall- uh, Halloween stream. <laughs> Silent Hill. Or hook up like a, a PS2, like those PS2 games. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> sort of not as, you know, you know, the polygons are clearly visible. So, mm-hmm. Divers 2 got a trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that'll be coming out this week on the 8th of Feb. Um, and yeah, they were the, they were essentially the major announcements um that came out of out of the PlayStation State of Play. Um, so if you want to know more details on all of the games that I've mentioned, uh, you can go and do a Goog search and (laughs) find out what you want. Watch trailers on YouTube. I'm pretty sure a lot of the trailers that were in the state of play have now been cut up into their own little videos on the PlayStation YouTube channel. So you can go and check it out there. Yeah. And that was the state of play. Yeah. You got Yay. internet on, on your phone? Use it. Yeah, do a goog. Do a goog. Do a goog. Do a goog search. Do a goog Bing. search. Bing. Bing. Bing it. Okay, bing. Bing it. Oh, what's bing. that, duck? Bing Go it wild duck. Duck All search. Right. Um, I don't have anything to add. Um, thank you very much, Fulia, for uh, taking us through that. You're welcome. That's yeah. very, very exciting. Mike, do you have any additional comments or are you good? Yeah, play Silent Hill. Anyway. Yes, play <laughs> Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. You're all going to die. Like the PS1 version. It ain't it's scary really anymore. Awesome. You can get, it. get <laughs> away it's, with it. It ain't scary anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Well, speaking of scares, uh, that's the news. Done. Yes. Which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Our first trailer this this week um, has has me more excited for this movie, but also more hesitant. <laughs> Hmm. More scared. Um, ah, but which version did you see? Well, I don't. I hope I watched the right one. Um, um, but anyway, uh, they dropped a new trailer for Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire this week, um, which, to my fucking surprise, saw the return of Walter Peck. Um, wow. Hmm. Um, 
William Atherton reprising his role all these years later, and looks like he's the fucking mayor of New York maybe now. I don't <laughs> know. Sure. <laughs> um, why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, so that's that was that. Was, I got a kick out of seeing him. Um, I was like, okay, movie, you have my attention now. Um, mm-hmm. You have my attention, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah, I don't know, but that, that's where like the, the the joy started, and the joy started to fade a little bit, only because I'm worried that this movie is going to like fall to the the curse of like nostalgia and member berries and all of that. Um, because, I mean, I suppose Afterlife did that a little bit, but I I think it did it in a nice enough way that it was just, Subtle. it was just, a, it, it was just, a, it was just enough. It didn't overdo, they didn't overdo the nostalgia in that movie, I think. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a very good movie. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but this, yeah, this trailer, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, there's a lot going on because yeah, Walter Peck's back, Janine's back, which is which is great. I liked the little remark from from Venkman being like, "Janine Melnitz in a suit." I'm like, I love I love that. I thought that was funny. Um, and then and then the trailer ended with Slimer um, uh, as well, and I was like, okay, all right, we're just it's greatest hits time. We we're doing mm. we're doing this. Um, yeah, and and Paul Rudd's just a bundle of joy as always. I, I I like the fact that he's just living his best life, quoting the song and and being being Paul Rudd. Um, so that's fun. So I yeah I don't know. I think that I think it'll be a good time. I I just I just hope it's a good movie. Um, I mean it's made mm-hmm. by the same people that made the first one. That's you know generally a positive thing overall. So hopefully. Hopefully it pans out because I, I yeah I'd I'd like it to be a good addition to the franchise but um we'll we'll see how it goes um yeah I don't know what else to say other than yeah I can't I can't I cannot wait I'm honestly I can't wait to watch it it'll be fun it'll be fun Fulia what did you think of it um I don't know like I'm I'm like I'm gonna watch it regardless so regardless of what I say right now it's gonna be a moot point. Uh, <laughs> All right, Michael. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, nah, it looks it looks good. Um, it, it looks like it's gonna be good fun. Um, but like, I can see where your head is at with the whole nostalgia thing, Kendall. Um, it it does look like they're literally just putting in all of them, you know, different ghosts from you know. The, the the past iterations of the films and yeah i don't know um yeah look it, i think we're just, just gonna not worry about it too much and just you know go into the go into the cinema and just just sit down and eat my popcorn and i'll be fine <laughs> yeah it'll be good fun yeah, you'll yeah. be right hmm it'll be fine it'll be fine um mike what about you? Yes. Um, hmm, I was... From the previous uh, teaser trailer, I was really hyped because it, it looked like it was doing something different. We, we weren't going back to, oh, it's going to be Gozo, or is it going to be a uh, 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 guy in painting? 
Mm. Which I'm happy that they're going to do something different. They're mm. going to do mm-hmm. uh, a uh, a frozen ghost, which is good, and it's going to be something that we haven't seen before. And uh, mm. they and people have quoted that uh, they're taking a lot of inspiration from the um, uh, the real Ghostbusters uh, animated show, where it was more to do with like mm. each week. A, a thing happens and not necessarily stuff that we know um and after watching the first trailer this the because there's two trailers and there's one international trailer and there's one uh, north american trailer and i assume a lot of people have seen the north american trailer which is very member berry uh happy with remember these remember the oh the remember the ghost in in the library she's there too she's getting she's yeah, scaring ray that was the other one i forgot yeah it's like oh it's like and i was a bit bit crestfallen i was like oh, don't know i'm watching this regardless of like remember this or all of that and then i watched the international trailer and i thought this is a much better trailer because it's not because it's not um it's not leaning into the member berry it's more it's more telling of the story it's more to do with oh uh uh with um it didn't it didn't have um walter peck in it which is weird Uh, i suppose that's just the member berry as well well but it's sort of dealing with the sort of story of the orb that we that is um that non Giamani is bringing into Ray to say we're we're looking for um, cursed artifacts. You can you can cash them in, you know, and all this. And there's like a, a it's like a a line of people with like different like like scary dolls, one with a saxophone. It's like yes, I, I like this, something new, something different. Gimme, 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 and in the same universe. And it turns out the um, when Paul Rudd was singing singing the the song, so that means the Ray Parker Jr. Uh, song is actually in universe, <laughs> which okay, I I like that. Because yeah. <laughs> if you go, yeah, so and yeah, so it, it's just dealing with more of what what this uh, threat is going going to be, uh, and we and we get to see it like like freeze a a proton stream which kind of kind of weird in <laughs> in physics it's like wow does that really work in physics come on we're, we're watching a movie that's got ghosts in it like like spend your disbelief i mean i like the concept of of uh of flame being frozen it's like that sort of logic i kind of like that uh yeah so i will say watch the international trailer it's a whole lot better. Yeah, I'm literally watching it right now. Um, and, yeah, I, it's it's definitely more of a story trailer um, that's kind of cut together a lot better than, yeah. Yeah. Than the, the one that we, we, we've been talking about, which is sort of like a, an amalgamation of the nostalgia and the story together. Remember? To, Ooh, to try and get boop. the people in. Remember Bill Murray's in it? Bill Murray's in it. Yay, Bill Murray's in it. <laughs> but this this one still has Slimer and the li- the librarian ghost in it as well. So it's, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not it's not free of the thing, but yeah, Walter Peck's not in the trailer and yeah. 
But no, it looks... And it, but maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's it's similar-ish to the first trailer. Um, similar-ish. But it's... Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, like, no, it's good. Like, there's a there's a shot, Phoebe? Yeah. Can't remember. Yeah, young girl. Uh, yeah, she's she's playing yeah, chess. Yeah, Phoebe, I think. Yes. Yeah, she's playing chess, so... Egon is doing... Maybe there. Oh yeah, because wasn't that a thing in the first one? In, yeah. In Afterlife. Um, each night they're they're sort of moving che- checkers because we do yeah. we don't know who who's who's the ghost, and it turns out it's uh, Egon. So may, not necessarily it's going to be another Egon ghost. It's just it's probably it's probably just uh, disembodied like stuff happening. It's like oh Egon Egon is always here. That sort of thing. And it's like ah mm. oh, that's nice. That's nice. Don't, yeah. Don't have to, you know, with the with the weird AI crap that's going on. It's like we don't need that now. I mean, it was f- sort of fine in the first in the first one because it was a nice like um, it was a nice surprise. But the way things are going about, you know, bringing back people from the dead just to put them in the film is sort of like icky now. So pretty- yeah. So hopefully they'll say it's like well he, he's just going to be like a disembodied um, ghost like around. He's like, he's always with us. He's like Jesus. He's like, he's like Jesus. He's like Jesus. Speaking, speaking, speaking of being always with us, um, podcast is going to be in the movie. So I'm, I'm happy now. Yeah. Yeah. He he was in the trailer. Um, but yeah. For a brief second. Yes. But he has obviously, you know, aged a little bit. So he looks a little different. But, um, but yeah, I was like, Mm. yay. He's grown up. He's grown up and he's got a podcast. He's got a podcast. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh my god. A young man with a podcast. Great. Great. <laughs> Great. All right. Which um, way is he going to go? <laughs> is he going to be a Joe Rogan or is he? <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 pray. Um, let's, Ghostbusters. Let's play. <laughs> let's play to Egon. Yes. Let's pray to please. Egon. Please, Doctor Spangler. Please. <laughs> um, Ghostbusters. Frozen Empire will be in cinemas on the 21st of March. Yay. Yay. Not too long to wait. All right, next trailer. Speaking of franchises, we've got another one here. Um, This is our first trailer for Despicable Me 4. Yay. My God. (laughs) (laughs) There's four of them. There's four of them, and there's two Minions movies. Yeah. Let's, yeah. It's a cinematic universe. It's the Minions cinematic universe. Yeah, the Gruner, the Gruniverse, if you will. <laughs> Gr- Gruner, Gruner, Anyway, uh, yeah. Bueller. This, Bueller. Uh, this was a very typical um, kind of edited trailer for one of these movies. Um, two needle drops, not just one. They had to have two. We had to have Guns N' Roses and Hall & Oates for reasons. Um, sure. Um, get the parents in. And, <laughs> yeah, get the kids. Like, oh, there's going to be good music. We'll be fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, uh, the movie didn't... Do, the, sorry, the trailer didn't do a good job of selling me this movie because I don't really know what the plot is. It's a bit <laughs> all over... It's a bit all over the place. I mean, I got inklings of what it is, obviously, because they told us a little bit, but... Nah. I'm... I mean, I'm not... 
I'm not in on these movies anyway. I've only seen the first one when it came out because like it was new and shiny and exciting and it was massively popular and 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 you know, um, and the first movie's good. Like I, I remember enjoying it. I don't remember much about it. I just remember enjoying it. But I will continue to say that the minions are the best part of this entire franchise, and that's probably exactly why these movies keep getting made is because of the minions. Everyone loves the minions. Because um, the only, I even thought to myself after I laughed, I was like, I can't believe this is making me laugh. I hate, I hate myself for laughing at this because it's so stupid. It's a kids movie, but give it's in. not meant. It's not made for me. It's made for the children, and that's fine. But give I in. give in to your maturity. Give in. Give in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give in. Yeah. Well, I, I I cracked up at the end of the trailer when they put they made the the drink blow up and it's just this eye against the glass <laughs> the way the way that they did that was pretty funny i yeah i liked the the, the minions were my favorite thing about this trailer i'm still not going to watch the movie but um but um, i'm sure oh i'm sure there will be a lot of people that will enjoy this um but the, the minions consistently made me laugh so i you get you get some points from me for that Fulia, I'm sure, is much more interested in watching this than I am. Please, what did you think of this trailer? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a bit of fun. Um, showed pretty much everything you need to know in the trailer, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Even though you still seem a bit confused as to what that might be, Kendall. Mm. Um, essentially, this family is going on a heist, going into hiding... Because the villains broken out of prison. Yes. So, <laughs> look, I'm, that's all you need to know. I may have zoned out. I'm, 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 I'm really tired. I kind of figured. Um, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Colors, shapes, <laughs> sounds. Banana. <laughs> uh, but yes, no. These these movies are definitely just. They only keep getting made because of the fact that it's still so popular with the children, especially the minions. And you can't have a Despicable Me movie without them. So uh, they're just going to keep cranking them out. (laughs) And I don't blame them. (laughs) I feel like, though, and I hope, I hope this is the case. This might be the last one. Because I don't know what other minion or not really minions, but other Despicable Me story you can make mm. apart from going on another heist mm. with your family or seeing the kids grow up and they turn into villains or something. I don't know. Um, like, I think this they should probably just stop at four. No. <laughs> they should have stopped at, like, the first two. To be honest, because the third one was pretty, yeah. Uh, so I don't know how this one's gonna go, <laughs> but I'm still gonna watch it because I love my animated movies. <laughs> so no, no one's gonna stop me from watching this except me. <laughs> and only me. But even, and but even I won't stop myself from seeing this. So I'm gonna be seeing this. <laughs> so you're part of the problem. I yes. Hi, my name's Foya. I am the problem. <laughs> At least I have the the excuse of having children. It's like I need some time to myself for an hour and a half. Plonk. Plonk. 
Um, very yeah. well, very good. Thank you, Fulia. Mm. Um, Michael, what about you? Well, I was having a look. It was like this is the same number as Hotel Transylvania, um, one to four, mm-hmm. including two spin-offs, um, The Minions one and two, uh, Rise of Gru. I've only seen the Minions movie, really. I haven't seen any of the Despicable Minions. I'm going to have to rewatch them then. I'm going to have to watch them with my children. So, and ah, he has excuse now. I have excuse, and they're all on uh, Netflix. So, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I think we should all watch it. <laughs> we got Dune. We got Shit's Creek. And we got Despicable Me. <laughs> Despicable Me. <laughs> All right. Kendo, not impressed. Yep. <laughs> Sci-fi, sitcom, animation, a- a- animation child, child, <laughs> children, child, children. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna have to see it. Yep. Because I'm gonna have to chaperone. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. Not my fault. The children it's like not your it. Fault. Oh no! <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least uh, the, the the villain, quote unquote villain, is uh, is Will Ferrell. So you got you got uh, Steve Carell and Will Ferrell together oh. again since uh, Anchorman two. So you got. <laughs> Brick and Ron Burgundy going at it. Yep. Have fun. They're going at it, all right. You seem defeated. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want, do you want to talk about it? No. <laughs> we can talk about it when we all watch it together. Which is when, Kendall? On the 20th of June. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Oh my god! Yay! Winter watchings. Winter watchings with Fred. No. Yeah, um, just in time for Christmas. <laughs> just, just in time for Christmas. Our Christ third and man. final trailer. Our third and final trailer is the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, the upcoming Guy Ritchie movie starring Henry Cavill, based <clears throat> on a true story. Um, based. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, yes. For whatever reason, I thought Henry Cavill's... I thought Henry Cavill was actually Jamie Dornan for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Might have been the beard and the scruffy hair. That's, that's, that's yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. He, this is, you know, we don't usually see Henry Cavill like this, so uh, that makes no. sense. What, enjoying that himself? Shots fired. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like he look. Yeah. Like I, I kind of want to watch this just for him because, yeah, he. You're right. He looks like he's having the fucking time of his life in this character. Like he's. Come you on, know, you're killing he, Nazis. He's, I would enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good thing. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, it looks. It looks great. It looks. This movie looks pretty fun. Uh, very Guy Ritchie, obviously. Um, He's he's got his thing and he's good at it, um, but yeah, Henry Cavill's character's just yeah balls to the wall nutso and and I really like it. Um, also, Carrie Elwes being 
super posh and funny. Um, I also enjoyed quite a bit. Um, <laughs> yes, the only American who can put on a very well British accent. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak in a language accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. I've met the man. He is amazing. Ah, stop it. Have you met him? <laughs> was, I have. Was he at a con? Yeah. Oh, was it... Well, I was, I suppose was it Oz Comic Con? It was an Oz Comic Con, yes. Yeah. It was a while ago, but it was an Oz Comic Con. Yeah. Was it just? I got these. Was it just like Princess Bride stuff, or is it? Because he was also in season two of oh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. He played yeah. the mayor. The mayor. <laughs> um, I so I literally only got an autograph. I didn't actually get a photo with him. Um, but I did uh, pick out one of his Robin Hood pictures <laughs> for him to sign. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. He was really nice. Fucking that's hope so. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good. I lo- I, I love yeah. I love to hear that. Thanks for thanks for sharing and restoring faith. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this movie looks it looks fun. Um, yeah, it was a pretty decently cut trailer. I, I mean, another another needle drop. That's fine, uh, but it was done better here. Um, can't beat the queen. Can't beat the queen because uh, <laughs> she's dead. Um, <laughs> so is Freddie. Be kind. <laughs> that was not aimed at Freddie. Um, anyway, <laughs> I love Freddie. Oh yeah, she. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we like Fred no. here. We do. We are a Fred podcast, Fred friendly podcast. Um, yeah, it looks like a good movie. It looks like it'll be fun. I may check this out. Um, may or may not at the cinemas. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Fulia, what did you think of it? Honestly, yeah, I had a laugh. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I was giggling through this particular trailer. I didn't. I, I, I it sort of caught me off guard when I started <laughs> laughing. I was like, "Oh, am I enjoying this? What? <laughs> there's a lot of because there's a lot of there's a lot of action happening in here, and it's the type of action that I don't really enjoy that much. But it's the dialogue that got me <laughs> that got me enjoying it a bit more. So, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I might. Watch this. What is happening? <laughs> oh, I like it. I'm, what is happening? I'm watching a Guy Ritchie <laughs> film produced uh, by Jerry I've Brockheimer. S- What's going on? What is going I've on? seen Guy Ritchie films, but this one's just Aladdin doesn't really count. Kind of, hmm? Aladdin doesn't count. No, come on. <laughs> come on now. It counts. Uh, it counts. Um, does it really? <laughs> I've seen a Tim Burton film, Dumbo. I have not seen that one. Um, Dodge the bullet. But yeah, no, it looks it looks interesting, uh, and yeah, I, I, hmm. I'm a little bit surprised with myself that I'm saying that I kind of want to watch this. So I just yeah, this is this is where I'll leave it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, short and sweet. Right. <laughs> um, Mike, what what about you? I'm might watch it as well. It looks fun. <laughs> Killing Nazis. Killing Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I can. I wonder if I can trick Phil into watching this, because <laughs> you do know the story when me, me and Phil want 
went to watch oh. uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, maybe. Oh, no. R- remind me. Uh, Phil, well, Phil's a huge like um, war buff, like yes. uh, World War Two buff, and he he doesn't know much about uh, Quentin Tarantino type of films. So I was enjoying it. I was in my element because, and and and, and Phil next to me was getting more and more angry, <laughs> <laughs> going, "This isn't oh." Period accuracy? Yeah, yeah. He was like, this, okay. this does, uh, doesn't happen. And he was absolutely <laughs> floored, that spoiler alert, that they kill Hitler at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's like... And I'm just pissed. I can imagine... I could, I, could just, I could just see his reaction. Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. I was pissing myself <laughs> laughing because I've never... <laughs> I've never seen someone be so mad at a film and being audibly <laughs> mad. And it's like, I'm enjoying this. The, the film is great. You're going nuts. It's like, ah, oh, this, this, I'm going to live in this element forever. <laughs> so hopefully uh, I won't, because based on a true story, I don't, it, 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 come on, it looks like it is embellishing a little bit. Yeah, mm. or a, a lot, <laughs> but I don't know. I'll just I'll just say there's a very good. Uh, I'll say to Phil, there's a very uh, apparently this is a very good uh, film. It's very um, it, it's very uh, it, it 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 knows its place. It's kind of like Dunkirk, that um, it, you actually uh, see the sort sort of uh, life that's actually struggling and just go into it as like yeah, <laughs> and just watch him melt. It's like. You're trying to do a gl- inglorious bastards, aren't you? Yes. Let's enjoy the film. <laughs> Let's enjoy Superman killing Nazis. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be watching it, and everyone's going to be watching it. It looks like, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Kendall. Yeah. No, I'll I'll watch it. Yeah. Win. Win. Winner. Winner. <laughs> chicken dinner. Winner. 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 Um. Cool. Well. Uh. This comes out. Uh, on the 19th of April. Cool. Yeah. I forgot to mention when, with the Catherine O'Hara um, ah, yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. Yes, Beetlejuice has a release date. Beetlejuice it has a release date and it has a title. Yeah, and I don't know what that is. What is it? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's the best title. <laughs> that no, that's great. That's that's I like that a lot. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Which that's... also coincidentally, are they setting up for a third one? A third? Well, I was going to say, does that imply <laughs> that there's going to be a third movie? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, it's 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 not a movie. It's a stage show, because you know, you say it three times and he appears. So then. Michael Keaton can, can be Beetlejuice in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Off Broadway. Well, there sort of, sort of is a, a Broadway musical on it. Um, are we going to do something similar? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I just applaud. It's like, yes, it's, mm. it's a reference and it's also very fitting instead of calling it Beetlejuice 2 mm. by, yeah, by calling like it, it Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Well played, I, Mr. Burton. 
Hmm. I'll probably watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably watch it. We'll see. We'll see when the trailer drops. Yeah. Probably at Comic Con. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. Catherine O'Hara is coming back for that as well. She is. Yeah. Hmm. So it's going to be a three-generation uh, deets. Yep. All of the deets. Yeah. Except for the father, for very obvious reasons. But anyway. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, that's Trailer Park done. We're at done, 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 diddly on with Trailer Park. Um, and now that means oh. it is time oh. for... Yay. The oh. moment, the segment, ah, the section, yes. the part, the place, the thing, the spot, the event of the show we like to call. Not who culture. Culture. Oh. <laughs> Here was I hoping. Here was you. Here was you hoping. Uh, yes, popcorn culture time, and yeah, we are going to be discussing this week um, the uh, uh, really cool series that was Masters of the Universe Revolution. We have the power. We have the power. It's time for <laughs> revolution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is time Beetle. for revolution. Juice. Juice. Everything's connected. (laughs) Everything's connected. (laughs) Uh, um, Yes, yes. Masters of the Universe. uh, Revolution. The sequel series to Masters of the Universe Revelation. Uh, It's been uh, a couple of years um, since the first series was out. Um, So finally we have our follow-up to see what, you know, transpired following the end of the last series um but this this is only five episodes and um at this stage i don't think there are any plans to make a a a second part um which is interesting and they kind of set it up for one um but um i think you could if they don't get renewed for another part then i i this is i think a very satisfying conclusion Hmm. i think um but yeah, just my overall thoughts. Um, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was, it was like breakneck pace. Like the way the story was moving along was so fast. Um, but like not in a bad way. Like it was constantly, just you know, consistently entertaining um, and enjoyable. A feast for the eyes. The animation was amazing. Like you know, I think we all raved about the animation the first time, a couple years back. But um. The animation here, the, some of these, some of these shots were just amazing. The use of color and and and, and all of that, and certain frames were just like, oh, I'll have that on my wall, thanks. That was, <laughs> yeah, it was really, really cool. They, I think they did a really great job with this. Um, yeah, and yeah, obviously, uh, I think, I think, well, maybe the only negative I would have to say about it is the fact that a lot of it does feel like a response to the 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 um the heat the first series got um there was a lot of um a lot of a lot of fans a lot of motu fans from back in the day that were not happy with masters of the universe revelation um mostly because they didn't want teela to be the main character of the show and i say to that fuck you because why not 
Um, and because Revelation, she already does it. Yeah. Revelation, Revelation was good. I thought. I, I'm pretty sure we all really enjoyed Revelation. Um, and but yeah, it does kind of feel a little bit on the nose in terms of a, a yeah a response to the. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. I'm so fucking tired. Um, backlash. Backlash. Thank, thank you. I was going to say mm. f- flat flashback. No, it's backlash. Backlash. <laughs> yeah, that's time travel. For. Yes, backlash. There was a lot of backlash. Um, but um, but apart from that, it's um, it's really good. Oh, and then there's one bit of story that happened, but we'll get to that when we talk about it. That I was like, that's that's a bit too much. But anyway, <laughs> we'll we'll get there. Um, Fulia, what did you think of of this? I um I actually enjoyed watching through this particular um, series. It was um it was good fun. Like you said, it was very well paced um, in terms of trying to get through the story um, as quickly as possible, but not rushed, which is which was really good. Um, the the animation was great. Like you said, the colors really popped, and uh yeah, just it was just interesting. The, the direction they went with in this particular story, um, especially with the whole tech thing being, you know, sort of amalgamated with uh, magic as well. So it was, um, it was a really interesting sort of story. Um, and yeah, it was a bit of a shame that we didn't get to see much more of Tila, but um, uh, she was still there. We still got to see her for, for quite some time and, um, yeah, she had a bit of a transformation too, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was, um, it was good. It was good to see. Um, I kind of, I enjoyed it. I was also, while I was watching the series too, I was trying to pick out all the voices. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who's that? Who? Obviously we all know that Mark Hamill was Skeletor or Skeletech yeah. in this particular yeah. series. Upgrade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no it was um it was good fun i am sad that they didn't they couldn't get sarah michelle Gellar to be again, but melissa benowitz did a great job as well yeah so she was I'm, good. like i'm okay with it um but yeah overall it was um it was good fun really enjoyed the story so yeah yeah good yeah um mike what about you what do you think overall yeah, I really enjoyed the fact that it's only five episodes. It was, and the story was evenly paced, and it, it was just easy to follow along, um, and it was a good continuation from the pre- previous, and where it, and where it picks up, and with certain characters being introduced, uh, are mainstays from the actual canon of 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 He Man, being there was. Yeah, uh, the he, there's a character that uh, popped up in like 2002 version of He-Man, so they they're definitely uh, grabbing like different characters from different different franchise, parts of the franchise, and also a character that that was part of the Dolph Lundgren uh, movie, which is quite fantastic and mm. <laughs> and it's like ah oh, that's kind of cool and fitting and. And yeah, so why not? Why not have everything in the same universe? That's mm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the um, uh, the 
the character actors, the voices are, are great. Uh, um, definitely a lot, a lot of good voiceover artists in their in their crafts and very well known as well. And yeah, I'm, I almost forgot that this was a thing until I until I listened to the latest um, um, Fat Man Beyond, and they were talking about it. I was like, oh yes, I need to be watching that. So I, I turned that off and I was like, "How many? Uh, oh, only five episodes, and only like half an hour each. I can get, I can get this done. I can get this done." And, and I'm and I'm glad I did because I really enjoyed the 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 previous one as well. And with all its like backlash, it's like I don't, I don't care. I'm not I'm not part of I'm not part of the fandom. So I'm just going to jump in where 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 I am here. So it was great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Good. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, well, the story for this, um, uh, as, you know, I kind of, I think we kind of, I maybe hinted at earlier with, like, you know, this, this show being a response to the backlash. He-Man is definitely the main character of this season. Um, and, you know, um, that's, that's fine. And, you know, it worked for me. It was nice to see a bit more of him as, you know, someone like well pretty much all of us you know this is really our first engagement with masters of the universe you know in terms of being involved with um the, sh- the show and watching it and fandom and stuff um so yeah um yeah it was nice to kind of get a bit more of him um and and all of that and i like chris wood's performance as mm. as adam i think he does a really really good job he kind of nails the the gravitas required for for both the young prince and the he-man he becomes um which is which he is does really, both really he does both voices doesn't he? yeah he does yeah yeah, yeah i was trying to think it was like wow they're very very different they're very batman-esque where yeah where it's where the difference between where there is a good difference between batman and bruce wayne mm. kind of good kind of great yeah yeah um but yeah, basically, I, the end of end of Revelation, um, Skeletor was, you know, had fallen under Motherboard's uh, influence, um, and so we get to see the 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 fallout of that in this season. Because I feel like you, I don't know if you guys would agree, but I feel like this season is as much Skeletor's story as it is He Man's, mm. um, maybe even more so to a degree. Because, you know, we learned some things about Skeletor we were not expecting to learn, um, <laughs> I will say. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, yeah, basically, you know, he's, he's, he's Skeletech now, which <laughs> I, I, I love that little moment where, what, uh, okay, well, he, he named himself, I now realise, because he was pretending to be the dude when he said the name, and then... Motherboard was pretending to be him, and yeah. Anyway, it's all mm. it's all a, a, a wash. Um, <laughs> but you um, had to be I, there. Yeah, you had to be there. What was what was the bloody uh, the brother's name? Was it Keldor? Was that his name? Uh, Tel- Teldor. Ke- Teldor. I thought it was Keldor. Yeah, Keldor. Sorry, Keldor. 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 Thank you. Um, yeah. So Skeletor's yeah Skeletek and. Um, the the first episode as well I thought was really good in terms of opening up just the story and and getting the ball rolling and you know because the whole I guess Adam's story over the overarching theme is like 
he cannot both have the sword and the scepter. How can you reconcile He-Man with the king he's supposed to be now that his father's died? Um, so, yeah. Um, which is a great exploration. It's a little, you know, I mean, it's been done before in a lot of, sh- you know, shows and movies like this. This, like, you know, person of royalty who has to make a choice between the two paths in their life. Um, how can they have both sort of thing and and live successfully and you know serve their country serve their nation um so but but i thought they did a really a really good job of it um in the end you know it all kind of i mean it, i can it, it it did kind of wrap up conveniently didn't it um mm. with with him being the way he was able to to do both um yeah but it but but it's fine i thought it was i thought it was fine um Fulia, what do you do? You have any thoughts on on He Man's story this this season? Um, his um his story was uh, interesting. I do think that he like he could have had a sort of like a a better like a better story. Like the I I don't know how to explain it. It's, I just didn't like there was there were things of about he-man and his journey into figuring out what he wants and who he wants to be just kind of got a little bit sort of like it was a bit missed Mm. okay that i kind of like it's it's hard for me to explain (laughs) okay um yeah they were just like like when when we said at the beginning of the that the series was like very quickly paced but not rushed, I still feel they kind of missed a few things with 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 Adam. They could they could um, have uh, expanded upon his sort of dilemma. Yeah, between I, I feel like that's between yeah. he, he, the the power of He Man and also being uh, a legion of yeah of being in charge. Mm. Yeah, I suppose they didn't have a lot of... They didn't spend a lot of time uh, working out, like, the depth of these characters. I think a lot of it maybe was very surface-level stuff. Um, yeah. The plot was kind of more what took centre stage in terms of, like, you know, we ha- all these are all... There are all these working pieces moving around um, and and this is what we're doing and we have to get this to get this and do that and this and... And this is really this, and so there's not really a lot of time to to for Adam to kind of have a, you know, which is weird. They probably could have, but again, I think maybe they were more concerned with the Skeletor, Keldor story, I suppose, because uh, that was mm. the one that I think that got the most attention. I don't know if you guys agree. Maybe yeah. maybe the show would have benefited from more episodes. I don't know. Yeah. Or change the name He Man to Skeletor, so it's it's his show. <laughs> yeah. And the fir- first one should should have been Teela. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I feel I feel like a little bit more explanation as to what was going on with with Adam would have been yeah would have been nicer. But um, I mean overall in terms of just the series, in, like over the five episodes, it actually like it it still worked out well. I just wanted a little bit more insight into what was happening. That's all. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. What did yeah. you What did you think of um? And like literally, when I watched it with a couple of friends, and we all were like, "He looks like Thor now." 
<laughs> what did you, Fulia? What did what did you think of his um, Thor-like transformation at the end? Is it because he's got a cape? <laughs> yes, it's all in the cape. Is that the sole reason he has a cape? It's kind of honestly. I was just well, I was just gonna say quickly. I, it's kind of like a, a like the story that he's they're telling. Like I said before, like it's a story that's kind of been done before. Like it's even similar to Thor's story. Of like you know whether or not he should be the king of Asgard kind of thing, and it's Adam's like, well, I don't know if I'm ready to do this, and I don't want to. I got you know I gave I I you know I I I have the sword, I have the power, and now I have to give it up to be king. Like what what am I supposed to do? So maybe maybe they were like, oh, let's lean into the Thorness and make him make him look like a Hemsworth if there's ever a live action <laughs> adaptation that'd be very funny mm. anyway fully um yeah what did you think look honestly i feel like he-man's the the look the he-man look um he's he's definitely a lot more muscle than what thor is yeah um but also he doesn't have much costume <laughs> No. And that's a bad thing. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Depends um, on which side your crumpet is buttered. <laughs> <laughs> Both sides. Maybe. <laughs> so your crumpet is buttered. I'm sorry, did I break the internet? Uh, just, I've never heard that. Maybe a, a little bit. I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Sorry. <laughs> go, sorry. Go on. Um. No, it's fine. Um. Yeah. No. Like. I don't know. Like. I don't mind. I don't mind the transformation. He's just very, sort of. He's just a very bulky man. <laughs> yes. Very bulky. This is true. <laughs> um, I, I don't know that I see the thorness in this in this particular okay. in the He Man. You think he's look. you think he's too bulky to look like Thor? Yeah. Right. I think. Okay. He has a mullet. But he mm. like he had like the Thor, the Dark Will, like, you know, the long hair with it tied back behind him and he's got the armor going on and the and the cape. I know. It looked like mm. Thor. Anyway, that was just I, me. Are you okay, yeah. Kendall? <laughs> I'm. She that, we, Thor. that we can't see what you can see. I'm. Can't see what I can see. What? That we can't see. Oh what you can yeah. See. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm tired. Have I mentioned that I'm tired? Um. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Um. Not everything's part of Marvel. No. <laughs> Coming from me, it really is. <laughs> you talked about poor things of the equivalent of the Spider Verse. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Michael, everything's well, connected. Yes. Everything's connected. What, what did you make of of Adam slash He Man's uh, story in Revolution? Um. Yeah. Uh. I can see the uh, criticisms of it. Not. Not. Uh. Like dwelling into the sort of story arc, but. Um, I think because cause this is sort of aimed for like like a family viewing, uh, everything's like surface level, and 
I, I didn't really mind it because, yeah, this week I was watching Avatar 2. Um, that it's sort of a surface level of like themes as well. It's, it's that you sort of get what they're sort of getting at. And, and I think it's sort of the same here, like uh, expecting something a bit more uh, deep and meaningful and uh, seeing the dualities of, of, oh, should I do this for, for, for my, my, um, for, for the empire or should I do, do it for the protection uh, can I be a leader and a protector at the same time? And mm. yeah, and it could have been all about that. But there's still, but there's also other like uh, B plots uh, in the fire as well. And they're sort of fighting for 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 dominance. And that's what the Skeletor, Taylor, uh, Taylor, uh, K Kalor, Kalor, Kilor, Kalor. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Whatever, Captain Kirk, <laughs> him. Um, <laughs> that guy, um, and he his struggle, and I I enjoy that struggle as well. Um, and with the with the big 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 transformation, um, we sort of had that in the previous uh, series as well. So more of an upgrade. There's like hey, some more some more like some more stuff, more mm. more toys to buy. <laughs> That's all. maybe skeptical. Mm. But and yeah. I don't know. I can't. I kind of like this. Uh, I kind of like uh, at the end where it was sort of like a Sailor Moon sort sort of transformation. It's like ah, Beauty and the Beast sort. Of. It's always <laughs> fun to just watch that. It's like yeah, I know what I'm into. <laughs> and it, yeah, so I didn't mind the fact that they rushed. Like it's like oh, I feel sad. Oh, I need to be doing some something now. Um, I don't know. Maybe that aspect uh, it could benefit another five episodes, um, having a a series break in in between, as mm. what what is tend to be done nowadays. Mm. I don't know. I kind of like it as a five and done. Mm. Yeah, it does so feel I'll, that way. Yeah, I'll, I'll sacrifice the the do uh, the uh, the the storyline for something quick and easy, so we can. Get it over and done with, but but enjoyable at the same time. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's fair enough. Um, mm. Well, I mean, speaking of you know, characters not getting uh, as much love and attention, um, or you know, depth this season. Um, I mean, Teela, her story this season. I kind of, I kind of, well, okay. I, I liked it, but I didn't like it. Only because she's, like, insanely OP now. Um, like, you, you, what can you do with her? Like, if they made more, what, what are they going to do with her? Um, like, wh- what is their story? Because, like, whatever the th- threat, obviously Skeletor is still around. So, like, whatever, whatever, whatever he's going to, you know, break out of Grayskull and do next... They're just gonna be like, all right, back, back in you go. Like, they're just gonna give him a stern talking to because at this point, there's no. <laughs> oh, they just it? do what they did here. Like, yeah. no magic can be used, and they have to uh, go off to um, insert something into a sword. Yes. Um, but anyway, um, but no, but I, but I thought it was like it was nice that she, you know, like, cause you know her her story in the first season. Like in, um, 
in Revelation I really liked and you know um, it was it was really really cool and the fact that she ended up being the sorceress by the end and taking over the role that her, her mother had had you know done before her and um, so it was nice to see that kind of continued and um, yeah and then but I, and I kind of well I kind of liked how she was like okay we need to we need to fix this we need to restore Praternia so Randor the king can go to you know get his eternal reward and 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 all of that so I kind of like that she she had that personal connection of motivation to like bring back Praternia and then how that then I guess connected to the main story um and you know getting to see more of her and Evelyn together was was a, gr- a great thing um I'm so mm. glad they, they brought Evelyn back um and She's definitely one of the best characters in this show, I I would say. Um, Evil, sh- <laughs> good. <laughs> I am. Oh, good. that 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 hurt my heart. It was like, oh. yeah, no. <laughs> cheesy, but I loved it. Yeah, cheesy but good. Um, yeah, I really like seeing the two of them together, um, and um, her. They're like you know, connection with the, um, what's the name of the bloody dragon? I forgot the name of the dragon. Smaug. Uh, yes. <laughs> Smaug. Smaug. <laughs> we'll call you Smaug because I can't, where? Granamir? Granamir, thank you. Um, Granamir, voiced as by, as Smaug. <laughs> voiced by John Delancey, um, which was, really great he did a really good job mm. um but yeah i liked i liked this this dragon i thought i thought granamir was great and yeah how you know uh evelyn was connected to to what had happened with the dragon and and, and everything and, and you know she was trying to do the right thing for once i thought that was nice um yeah so i really liked seeing them a lot together and then yeah seeing Tila become like this mask, like as she's trying to master this other type of magic, and she becomes like this like snake woman, and she looked really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I so I, yeah, not as much time with Teela this season, which is fine, I suppose, because we had a lot of her previously. But um, but no, I thought she was, I thought she was good, and as you mentioned earlier, Fulia, Melissa Benoist uh, is no Sarah Michelle Geller, of course, but I think I think in terms of taking over the character, she did a really good job. Um, mm. And plus, it was just—I'm just such a fangirl because she's Supergirl, and and she's married to Chris Wood, and now they're they're, they're playing, they're playing Tila and He Man in this, and I just kept yelling at the TV, "Kiss, kiss already, <laughs> kiss!" Just like, and they did. Smoosh their faces together, and they did, and it was great. Um, <laughs> I was really happy about it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Fulia, what are your what are your thoughts on on Tila in in Revolution? Yeah, I mean it was an interesting sort of story uh, for Tila in her particular adventure and journey. Um, the fact that she was trying to find the the power she needed to be able to help defeat Skalatech. Um but also I think the, for her it was more trying to get. Oh, what was the uh, the place called where heroes go to lay their yeah. to lay rest? Praternia. Their spirits. Praternia. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. So the fact Valhalla. that she was trying, to, 
<laughs> yes. The the fact that she was trying to, to, to gain power in order to get um, Praternia back. Um, that was an interesting little journey for her. Um, I love the fact that she got a bit of a transformation, uh, for, you know, into into the, the snake snake woman. Snake woman. Um, and she was pretty cool. And, um, yeah, it's, it was funny when, <laughs> when she <laughs> revealed herself to, to He-Man and he was like, what happened to you? It's <laughs> like, I'll explain later. It's a fair question. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just a little bit, a little bit sad that we didn't get much of, of Teela this time around. Um, the fact that I, I agree with you, Kendall, the fact that she teamed up with, with, with Lynn was mm. actually, um, really cool. I'm, it was just a little jarring to see Lynn being so nice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> being good Lynn. in her own way, of mm. course, but still it was just a bit, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a bit jarring seeing her so nice and helpful, mm-hmm. um, but it was, it was good to see Lynn return, um, and and yeah, that connection she had with with Granamir was also really interesting too. It was um, not something that you would have like seen. Like we, I don't think we would have got. It wouldn't have made sense to have that story being revealed in Revelations. So this mm. was this was a nice place to do it especially because the dragon was key to teela getting the powers and stuff so Mm. um yeah no it was it was good i just i just wish there was a bit more of teela but um Mm. yeah yeah um mike what about you what'd you what'd you make of teela um yeah it's kind of kind of cool that there there's different sort of planes that they're playing playing with like with the sort of spiritual aspect and and having that sort of character to to deal with that because everything is more to, uh, metaphysical with uh, with He Man uh, dealing with he, his thing, and then you have Skeletor dealing with like uh, the past and the present, and then and then you have afterlife. So mm-hmm. I can't kind of like this sort of like a, a kind of like a Venn diagram. Uh, mm. of three three things sort of coming together it's like i i kind of like that and uh, yeah well wish i could do more but i'm an adult because i i want to see more like something substantial like like i've been talking about the the he-man su- uh plot subplot they're all pretty much equal so so yeah uh mm. sa- same excuse really i wish i had another five episodes so i could deal with more stuff but we we got what we got and uh, i i enjoyed the enjoyed her ride as well uh mm. of her her becoming yeah most powerful being in the universe of of uh, walking uh on different planes of existence and but she still needs still needs the he-man she still, still needs-, needs her he-man Still needs her, he man, to say, "Hey, come, bring it all together. You can do this." Need not a, she. She doesn't need a he man. She needs a hype man. She needs a hype man. <laughs> needs a hype man to 
Get everything Hype. you got. Hype. All good. Hype. Nice. Um, hmm. Well, um, the other the other character um, I, I was hinting at that I think had um, probably next to Teela in the first season had the best story arc. That was Orko. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was probably... Yeah, him and Evil Lynn, I think, were my two favourites, and they had a nice pairing in Revelation. Um, so, yeah, you don't get to see too much of them together in this, but that's fine. Um, it, it was nice to kind of see Orko at full power the whole season. Because, um, hmm. I mean, obviously they've done... You know, they did their story with him in Revelation. Um, uh, and, and it was amazing. I really liked it a lot. Um so here he's definitely much more of the side character, um, which, yeah, which sucks, but it's, again, like we've been saying, you know, if there were more episodes, maybe there could have been more. But I did kind of got get, like, little little laughs out of um, this kind of hilarious, these interactions with this uh, character, Gwildor, I think his name was, because mm-hmm. they, they have to take the, the, the power sword to him to... Um, figure out a way to use it to cure uh, the people of uh, Eternus to, you know, so the, the motherboard and everything and what Hordak doesn't, you know, can stop infecting all of them and they can get all of them back and that's how they yeah. got to do it. So, yeah, so not much for Orko to do this season, but, um, but I, uh, but yeah, I don't know, those little interactions were a bit fun and, yeah, like I said, it was nice to see him at, at peak power. Um, through the season. Um, Fulia, did you have any thoughts on Orko? Um, I don't know. He didn't really have much um, uh, much dialogue in this particular season. No. Um, I did. I did like the fact that when they had to go and visit, oh, what was his name? For him to. The the dwarf that had to look yeah, after Gwil- the sword and make it powerful. Gwildor, I literally just said Gwildor. Yeah, Gwildor. Gu- was it Gwildor? Okay, <laughs> was it sorry. Gwildor? I swear it was Gwildor. Yeah. The version of Orko in the Dolph Lundgren movie. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah Gwil- it is Gwildor. Um, yeah. Gwildor, all right, cool. Um, yeah, the, just, the, just the fact that it was... Just those two... The interaction those two had was good fun. Um, just because they were trying to one up each other, <laughs> hmm. which was pretty funny. Mm. Um, That's but apart from that, we didn't really get to see much more of Orko, which made me sad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because so, Orko's cute. Yeah, side character doing a side quest. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Mike, do you have anything to to add, or probably not? Uh, probably the same. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's kind kind of cool, like the meta commentary on that because yeah, that character was created for the for that for that for the live action movie because Orko would be pretty hard to do do in live action, especially mm. especially in the eighties where everything was like n- not not as a uh, high tech as we have it today, and having a uh, a creature that flies around that that has no face but eyes. You're thinking a fly, flying uh, uh, Jawa. In, 
just hmm. flying around. It's like, yeah, it's unbelievable. Let's let's have let's have like just a weird orc thing, <laughs> thing thing with a beard. There we go, hmm. uh, with pointy ears and nose. There That's we go. Fine. So, I appreciate the sort of uh, deep cut for that. Mm. And yeah, them trying to one up each other is kind of, kind of fitting because <laughs> they're essentially the same character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty clever. I didn't, yeah, I did when I watched it. I didn't actually know that um, that was the connection. So hmm. that's uh, it's very clever. Nice little nod. Um, cool. Well, um, I guess you know it might be worth just talking about the you know the big the bigger story this in this season which was that of Skeletor slash Keldor um I I really liked what they did with him just in terms of you know some of it was predictable and then some of it wasn't um like you know we kind of called I mean it was it's very easy to call that like um you know when Keldor shows up and then in episode two you get the backstory you find out who he is and in terms of like oh you know he's he's the the rightful heir to the throne and um uh you know he's been cast out and all this and they thought he was dead and turns out he's alive um yeah and so yeah i literally me and my friends were like so yeah how long until he he betrays them and then there was that one moment where he like smiles evilly and we're like well there it is there it is yeah there it is but I gotta give him fucking kudos because when it was revealed that Keldor was Skeletor, as in like Skeletor was appearing as Keldor before the other reveal that I'm gonna talk about in a sec, when they did that reveal, I was like, oh, that's good. I really like that. Like none of us saw that coming. <laughs> um, I thought that was brilliant. I loved it. Um, and then they had to go the extra mile and actually make Skeletor Keldor. <laughs> and that I didn't like as much. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought that was a little too much. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was also like, is this? I, again, I am not. I'm not really familiar with Masters of the Universe and how how things work. But I don't know if this is a, a storyline original to this show. It might be. <clears throat> I don't know if it's canon or not. That Keldor is a a character that exists, and B is actually Skeletor. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I would love to hear it, what um, Mark and Kevin have to say on an episode of Fat Man Beyond about this. Um, if I happen to catch them streaming on YouTube, I'll fucking jump in the chat and be like, tell me! <laughs> Answer the questions. <laughs> Answer my question. Because um, I'm, yeah, I'm really curious. I want to hear them talk about it. Um, but anyway, yeah. I, it just, I don't know, I like the reveal of, of like, Keldor not actually being there and it was Skeletor all along but then the fact that they kind of reverse it and it's like no Keldor, Keldor was there Skeletor is Keldor because um, at first I was like what are they doing with like you know him seeing Keldor like he starts seeing this like tech apparition sort of of him around and we were just like what's what's this what are they what are they doing we, we just kind of thought like when Motherboard fried him that it just kind of made him a bit crazy, but then it turned out, oh no, it actually unlocked a part of his brain that was... His memory. His memory mm. that was dormant and gone. So, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't love, I didn't love that. 
I thought it was unnecessary, to be honest. But it's it's fine. I've seen worse things. Um, yeah. But but you know. Yeah, it was fine. And I mean, Mark Hamill killed it. Of course, the fact that you had technically Mark Hamill and William Shatner <laughs> voicing technically the same character. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, having a conversation with themselves. Having a conversation, fucking <laughs> Captain Kirk and Luke Skywalker just going back and forth. Um, that's pretty fucking sick. Um, mm. And just might I add, William Shatner did a fantastic job. The man is in his nineties, and that voice does not sound a day over seventy-five. Like it's, I just, I don't know what he's done to his voice, or they, if they did anything to his voice for this, but it's. He's just he's fucking Shatner, I guess. You know, he's just great. <laughs> he's just Shatner and that up. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, those are pretty much my thoughts on the whole Skeletor Keldor thing. Um, yeah, it was. It was good. It was great, and then it was okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> TLDR. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fulia, what did what did you think? How did how did it how did Skeletor Skeletor Keldor? How did the story go for you? Uh, yeah, I was, um, uh, it was interesting because I, I loved Mark Hamill as Skeltek and he was just, he was eating up the scenes. <laughs> it yes, was so good. <laughs> of course. I loved it. Uh, I just, I found that, um, I was actually enjoying the scenes with Skeletek more and more <laughs> the more I watched the the episodes um, I too was caught by surprise with the whole Kaldor Skeletek thing um, uh, first that episode where they gave us the backstory for Kaldor and then he appears at the palace um, and it was it was interesting because when that happened, I was like you. I was like, oh, okay, he's here to take the throne. He's going to, you know, do a bait and switch and be like, ha-ha, I'm going to be evil now. Mm. Um, and I was waiting for that moment. Like, it, it was very predictable, like you said. And I was just waiting for it. I'm like, he's going to be he's gonna be named the king. He's going to get the crown. And then there's going to be a moment where we're going to see him do the sly, evil smile. <laughs> and then I'm like, there it is. We were waiting for it. Something's going to happen. He's going to betray the kingdom and whatever. Uh, so I literally called it. And then, but I just, I was not expecting the fact that it was going to be the fact that Kaldor Skeletek was, was, was Kaldor. And that took me by surprise. So... Um, well done to the writers for that one. That was really cool. Um, yeah, it was a, it was it was an interesting sort of journey for um, for Skeletic to be like, you know, you know, Adam He-Man is you know under under kind of like under my control. I got him in the palm of my hand and whatever. And now that we've got ownership of the kingdom, we can do whatever the heck we want. And <laughs> it was, it was, it was good. Um, I was also very annoyed that this was what Skeletek's idea of fun was going to be. <laughs> no, I didn't think that wasn't really the thing. It was more so just the fact that he was after more power, and the, and the more power he sought, the more he got, 
but then you know consequences by the end of it mm. and yeah it was um no it was it was good it was very interesting uh it definitely you know took me by surprise the whole the whole skeletic Keldor story um yeah like the fact that it uh ended up being um that oh who was what was it Oh my gosh, my brain just had a little moment now. I've forgotten what's going on. <laughs> the big bad. You think? Hordak. Hordak? Um, Hordak? Isn't it Hordak? Isn't that the guy? Keith David. Keith David. I don't even know where my train of thought was going. Great. I've forgotten. Never mind. <laughs> it's gone. Shut up. I'll, I'll figure it out after I start editing. <laughs> Future Fulia, insert your idea here. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Um, anyway, it was good. <laughs> Overall, Mike, it was good. Mike, what did you what did you make of Skeletor's story? Uh, yeah. Um, it's kind of cool that they found a way to actually bring him back after his his defeat from the previous. Um, cool. Um don't know if there's going to be any more so it, it was a nice closure at the end of what was happening and with the uh, doing the opposite now Kalor's the main person and Skeletor is in his head so possibly still have the same dynamic of talking to himself and plotting and but he's in jail now he's in jail convicted mm. jail. jail jail and yeah, I really uh, the, um, the the contextual aspect of uh, Luke Skywalker interacting with 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 Kirk that that doesn't pass me. It's it, it's cool. <laughs> it's kind of mm. cool, which is which is kind of weird because uh, I think they there there was a time that uh, both Shatner and Hamill didn't like each other. For oh. a bit. Um, I think, I think more of Shatner than anything, because uh, with that, when uh, Shatner was doing the, the uh, speak, speak version of uh, one of them, of what one of the songs that he did, um, crap, um, Rocket Man, that's it. He did it for like a reward yeah, show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was an award show, yeah. He and he kind of spoke sang um Rocket Man by Elton John. It, yeah, and uh one of the cameras like went went to the crowd and I think it was Mark Hamill who was, was sort of laughing as like, What the hell is this? <laughs> and it sort of got back to to Shatner going, Oh screw screw you, Skywalker <laughs> He's like, Shut up. Shut up. Yeah, so I don't know. May, plenty of water under the bridge right now. I think that was like during the seventies. Yeah, it was. Like yeah. 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 So. Um. Yeah. Uh. But having him as the overall baddie of overtaking uh, of overpowering the others, and that that I'm glad I didn't have that episode on. TV when the kids were around, 
because having a decapitated head in a box is kind of confronting for a child. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> or Pepper Potts. Here we go. <laughs> and the hits keep coming and they don't... Yeah, them. yeah. Everything goes back to Marvel. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Kind of cool that Skeletor is... Uh, is it's, it claims his throne as the big bad. And yeah. It's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And overall, will there be more? Don't know. Doesn't matter. It was a good end to a to a good uh, saga. Yes. Of revolution. A revolution. Yeah. Um, and I think before we wrap up... Um, I think just uh, I'd like to shout out. I'm pretty sure Bear McCreary came back to do the score again. Mm. I didn't actually verify that, but the music sounded very much uh, like his score. So I'm just going to quickly check the IMDb. Just to That's sure. right. Uh, yes, I'll... he did. Oh, wait. Inc- hang on. Hold that thought. Themes right. by I... themes by sorry th- themes by sorry. Bear McCreary. I I was saying hold that thought to myself. Sorry, Bear McCreary <laughs> does the themes, and then um, whoever Sparks and Shadows are, they did the music. So I don't know. Sparks and Shadows. Sparks and Shadows. Not music, music. label. <laughs> That's not music. Sparks and Shadows. Oh, That's all to it's do done... with lighting. Oh, it's 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 actually Bear McCreary's thing. Oh, his company. It's a, it's a com- it's his company. Oh, there you yeah. go. So, so he did do dub- he did do the music anyway. It's doubly him. Cool. Yeah, doubly him. Anyway, sorry, I love right. the score. Yeah, and I will mention I love the action in this. Yes, the action was great. The fight scenes were great. Really well done. Corey is on point. Yes. Loved it. Yes. Yeah. It was it was it was very very good. Yeah. Very very good. Yeah. Well. Um, Are we done? I think we're done. I don't think we've got anything yeah. left in the tank. Overall, good. the best thing that we've ever seen. The best thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it. Oh. I'd, pro- I'd probably give it a seven and a half out of ten if I wrote if I rated it. Um, yeah. It was pretty good. It was very, mm. very intense, very well executed. Probably could have done with a handful of more episodes to flesh it out a bit more. But apart from that, it was an enjoyable time. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. That's Popcorn Culture. We're done. We're out of here. Done and dusted. The show is over. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching and listening as those that do choose to do. We appreciate you. Thank you. And, and that that was a podcast called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and possibly other platforms related for content. Yes. Yes. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. 
If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching us right now, make sure to like the video, subscribe to our channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of future goodness. And if you're watching us over on Twitch, make sure to give us a follow. Twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fuga And I've been the He-Man, but not really He-Man because I have no muscle density. Michael Lister. And, and you just, you just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called, called Friend Transition. Remember to eat beef. Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the Doctor is in, and... He-Man, He-Man, so many He-Man. So Chippin many He-Man. Remember to look up to yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Latest Gators. And... and... See. See.